0: Yeah, boy howdy. Collectible card games. Uh, it, there was a moment of awkwardness, because at the end of the day, Wizards is kind of Hasbro. Uh, where I was seeing from multiple angles people going like, Hey, so why haven't they sent the Pinkertons after people who have stolen toys? And I was kind of like, I think it's because <laughs> <think it's> <laughs> stolen toys are not worth nearly as much to them as Magic cards. That's why. S- sadly because <laughs> one one is literally a billion dollar like industry all on its own. Yeah. And the other is toys. And note, this was a, this was them sending Pinkertons for a set that was pro- probably the lowest stake set they are going to release this entire year mm-hmm. in, in every mm-hmm. way shape
1: and
2: form. It is a, of of all the things to go after.
0: It is yeah. a nothing set, and they did that. So so that should tell you everything about the state of the toy industry versus the card game industry. Uh, I remember there were even like some some uh, attempts to like from non players to rationalize. It's like, oh, is it because the spoilers like magic some apparently someone told someone this is a someone told someone thing, but I, 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 it made me even reply. A guy
2: told a dude told a different person. But it
0: made me reply because someone insisted. Well, the reason why it was okay for them to do this is that it's spoiling the whole set. Many magic players don't like to know; they want to enjoy opening the cards and discovering the set as they open it. I remember, and I, I cut in. I was like, I was like, no, no, they don't. They sp- they spoil the entire set before the set comes out. No, nobody wants to just buy a pack and find out the cards as they pull them if they are already going to be buying that many packs. That is not why. This is, It was not for spoiler reasons. Uh, I mean, outside of them spending money on a PR campaign. You know? And I, I always feel bad for the Transformers folks, cause, but that's because those marketing folks seem pretty cool. Hopefully they don't hire Pinkertons. What's up, Aaron? You're not a Pinkerton, I'm sure. Uh, you can't prove that, but no. Alright. I mean, I, if I tried proving it, there would be a knock at my door, most probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I, and I can make that knock happen a lot quicker than you think, too.
0: I know people that live in your building. And that is not an admission that you are a Pinkerton either. That is, in fact, just a coincidental threat you're making. Uh.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
0: hey, TJ, uh, you're and you're not, you're not one of them Pinkertons either, right? I'm pretty sure.
3: No, 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 no not not at all.
0: I've, Dude, and I have and
3: I've, and I've never been.
0: It's so weird if it turns out I've been podcasting with Pinkertons this entire time.
1: <laughs>
0: just leaning back with your arms crossed every time I start talking about stolen toys. Gritting your jaw like, yeah, they had just when they give the word. <laughs>
3: is that is that why TJ is so anti-third party? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're all just waiting. You're just like, just say the keyword. We will annihilate all of these. <laughs> uh... Anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, then hey, you know what? Good for you. <laughs> Actually, don't look it up. It's too its too weird and vaguely depressing.
1: What the f is going on down there?
0: T. see. see. Thousand. <laughs> Uh, what's not weird or depressing, though, is podcasting about Transformers. We have managed to keep that fun for a very long time. Uh, mostly by just talking about things we got which, and answering listener questions, which is the crux of uh, episode 632 of WTFTNW, which you're listening to right now. Uh, and we're going to kick off with a listener question. Just a little warm-up here to get the, the Jaws j- jacking off. We got a listener question from the what now? Jaws. The the jaws are jacking off. Words. We're jacking words off of our jaws. It's an expression. All right. You gotta go. It's on. It's from TikTok. Um, We got a listener question here from the GD Megatron, uh, who says, "Greetings, handsome Giga Chad podcasters. I like this." Uh, I have a question of the utmost importance to bring you uh, this day. If you had to make two teams of three Autobots and three Decepticon characters using only figures from the Legacy line, who would be in your teams? Store exclusive sublines like Velocitron count. Um, well, if I had to make teams, uh, I got I got a team in mind already. But um, Aaron, what, about, what would what would be one of your team? Who would you team up out of Legacy? Who's, who feels like they they're a squad to you?
2: You mean aside from the existing, well, um, that's auto, I was, I was thinking, um, like minus four.
0: That's more that's than three. That's more than three.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's two more than three. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know if there's any, uh, like a good subset capsule that I can think of off the top of my head.
0: I got one Im- in, I got one sing immediately. This. We'll say
2: it. We'll say it.
0: Oh, okay, I thought I thought you said I thought you were telling yourself to say it. It's like, oh, here it comes. But then I realized, no,
2: it. no, you you were speaking, and I was responding to yeah. you speaking. Uh, that's that's how a conversation works.
0: Uh, we got we got some of in the, this recorded media. We got some of that VoIP fun. We got some of that, that voiceover IP fun. Uh, crash bar, crash bar, and crash bar. Um, I would just stick three crash bars together because I had just discovered recently. If you stick two crash bars together, uh, it's love. So I. I Maybe I'll be fair. I'll say Crash Bar, Crash Bar, Scrap Hook. I don't have Scrap Hooks. I don't know if that's fun. Um, But basically, Double Crash Bar, Triple Crash Bar or Double Crash Bar with the other one. I don't know. What's his name? Um, Immediately for my Autobots. Uh, I actually don't have a Decepticon answer. (laughs) My Decepticon answer is Axle Grease, Axle Grease, Axle Grease. (laughs) 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 Because I'm assuming that will work too. (laughs) really frustrating i still haven't seen a single scrap hook and he's wave one deluxe uh i'll think of something decepticon wise uh on the bright side we can't see the insecticons because we we don't know necessarily yet about bombshell necessarily uh Is it,
2: i don't know the insecticons have taken so long between releases to come out it's it's like a rolling thing yeah yeah like, by the time that it's like, oh, well, we got two in this style out, so we need to get a third, but we've changed the style slightly, so we're going to push it forward to be a... Def-
1: mm.
0: Let's be fair, did Legacy Evolution really change styles that much? Because the, no. the gimmick on the back of the box now is just there's a 5 mil port somewhere, and it's EVO Fusion!
2: But we've had, what, Bomb Burst and... Bomb Burst come out?
0: In Legacy? Oh, that's Pretenders. I'm, I just mean, like, you know, you're... We're not Bomb Burst. Um... We had uh, Kickback in Legacy. Kickback. And then s- we had Shrapnel in Legacy Evo, but... I guess Kickback has translucent weapons that are kind of weird. You can share them. Let's give give one to each of his friends. And then, uh, I don't know, give him some, someone else's. Um, TJ, what about you? You got any ideas for, for trios, teams out at of a, at a Legacy so far?
3: I'm I'm trying to think if there's three that like meshes mesh really really well and aren't crossing like aren't crossing sides here cuz in my head I'm like <clears throat> I in my, in my head I'm like do I put all the girls together but no no that includes Crasher that's a Decepticon
0: I can't do that Um I was going to say Velocitron being included actually isn't helping that much no, no. In, in fact, <laughs> yeah. it's making it I'm l- I'm looking worse. to see:
2: has there even been like one of the universes that has had three hits? I mean, outside Cause... of just G1,
0: I guess. Yeah. Um, there's, par- there's part of me that wants to throw like,
2: Cad RC for Prime. Animated's only had one hit. Armada's had two, maybe uh, potentially three or so. Well,
0: TG,
2: you, if you, things ever released. You had something in mind? Um, I, I could go... No, there's a few
3: ways I could go about it. There's part of me that, like... If I'm, if I'm drawing parallels, it's how many Japanese characters made their U.S. debut in, in Legacy, especially Evolution. Something mm-hmm. like... Like, like Metal Hawk Galaxy Shuttle and...
0: Oh, who else we got? Who else would be good? Mm-hmm. Oh, Metal Hawk Galaxy Shuttle are a total duo as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We just need a third. We need a third. That works.
3: Where's third? I don't think there's another like space-based third. That's the trick.
0: Like... Oh, because I, our I mean, our
3: candidates are are Minerva and Twincast.
0: I could see Twincast joining it. Like the Twincast has got that himbo energy that that Metalhawk and Galaxy Shuttle have. You know, the kind of like the, they look like three really happy dudes who are maybe kind of stupid. <laughs> but but they do their best.
2: I mean, Devcon maybe that's the first like mm, yeah open release. He's kind of spaceship-y Well, kind of spaceshippy. He is spaceship. Yeah, he is a
0: spaceship. He's also got that yeah. himbo energy going on. Uh, I can see Devcon actually working really well because cause then we also aren't getting into like well what about what about the cassette that comes with Twincast like getting tagged along in here. Uh. I was actually going to
2: say... we'll I'm, I'm sorry, but cassettes are just an also-ran, unless you're doing
0: talking-only cassettes. Oof. Poor... Um, which one came with Twin Cats? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind. Uh, I was going to say, we actually can, can almost do a bike crew, because... This is only on my mind, because Animated Prowl and Crash Bar are in the same wave. And I was like, that's kind of cool. There's two motorcycles... But then it's just crash bar, crash bar, prowl. <laughs> uh oh hey, no. RC came out too. Yeah, we got to, right. I forgot, that's that's wave one. Yeah, Prime RC, mm-hmm. um animated prowl, crash bar, the bike crew. And they're unique molds as well. So like there's no, you know, oh, obviously remolded. If you don't want to have RC in there for some reason, I guess you could well no Road Rage was uh Road Rage is a Decepticon, right? No. Why do I think Road Rage is a Decepticon?
3: Because the name is Road Rage.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to double check this. (laughs) Uh, or. No, no, never mind. I got the names mixed up because they're both red. Road Rocket. Road
3: Rocket. Oh, still an
0: Autobot. Really? Yeah. Ah. I'm thinking of the comic book where Road Rocket was just, like, mean. Um. Yeah, you're right, okay. Autobot Action Master Partner to Power Flash, Autobot Laser Cycle from G2,
2: Autobot from animated.
0: Wait, Road Rocket was a partner as well?
2: That's what the wiki says.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm looking at the G2 Road page. Rocket
2: G1 was the partner for Power Flash.
0: Huh. Hey, Rip Power Flash, I guess no one remembers you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd almost say maybe... If it, well, no, I actually, I'd say let's go with RC, because then we've got, like... A Prime character, an animated character, and a legacy G1-E character. And it, that seems like a wider swathe than going G2. Um, I like that idea. Uh, it's, it's a shame. I'm, I'm sitting here also going like, Legacy Decepticons! And I'm like, okay, I only have my Himbo duo for that, which is Tarn and G-Axis. Actually, Tarn, G-Axis, and then Mommy Nemesis. That could be a trio. That's be- entirely based on my head canon, though. So t- <laughs> there's, no re- there's no real good explanation for that other than I'm like, I, in my head, Tarn and Giaxis are the very airheaded Decepticon command for season two of the legacy show that doesn't exist. And the big reveal at the end is that Tarn is not devoted to Megatron, he's actually devoted to his mom, who's Nemesis. That's all I have for a trio, though. You- <laughs>
3: I I would take those two, but I'd throw in uh, Ridd Scourge, too.
0: Oh, Ridd Scourge is in there, yes. Oh, yeah, actually, that is totally a good vibe, too. That's three characters who I could see all assuming that they're actually the leader simultaneously. I kind of like that, yeah. Uh, I never... I I forgot Ridd Scourge was in Velocitron. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I think okay, I think we got it then. We got we got the as far as like not like, you know, weird memey stuff uh, or head cannons, we've got the Autobot Bike Trio, and then we've got the Decepticon Himbo Squad. Um I'm just gonna apply that to Ritz Scourge. Uh Alright, well then we got a bonus question, uh off of this, also from GD Megatron, which is what combiner do you want to see done in the style of Legacy Menaceur next? Personally, I think Bruticus needs the update the most because mine can hardly stand on its own anymore. I hope you find these questions... I hope these questions find you all well, and I hope you all find true joy and happiness. Click. Uh, a lot of people just seem to say Bruticus is next and or Superion, kind of like going through the Scramble City order of what if they do it where there's no scrambling. So I, I would actually say, like, I would rather see, um someone who doesn't feel as reliant on the scramble. Um, even though they were scramble style, I kind of look to Abominus and Piranicon, because I I think that they don't lose any, anything as much by having focus limb members. Piranacon obviously loses the hot swap gun mode thing, but I don't know if, I I don't know that I'd say that ever really turns out very well, despite the best intentions. Um, so I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll put mine over to say Abominus. I would love to see an Abominus where you just decide where each member goes uh, and then just build me out of commander-size hunger. Uh, I think that would be really fun myself. But um, Aaron, what about you? Who, do you? who do you think would be fun to see done next combiner-wise?
2: I think Superion and really play into the actual size difference between the Concord and the fighter jets as limbs. Hmm. Um, because like with the, you know, combiner wars, it still was, um, like there was a lot of mass that was still to the jets where it shouldn't have been because the Concorde is commercial airliner. Yeah. It's still like, granted it was a smaller and narrow body, very, very fine fuselage and wings for, you know, being supersonic and all that. But I think that you could have it be more, you know, push more of the, you know, if you're going for the commander class uh, silver bolt, then you can push more of that mass to the, like, to the thighs and out to the shoulders. Oh, yeah. And then then have a new thing that everything is obviously a retool of.
0: <laughs> the, the other nice thing about that idea is that you could then skip the, like, the, the, I'm gonna call it problem with big air quotes, that, like, somehow always exists with third-party superiors of, like, well, where is all the torso mass gonna to come from? And it's like, well, if you just make Silverbolt huge, you yeah. solve the problem. You don't have to have a weird, yeah. like, pelvis make Silverbolt
2: piece. close to, you know, like, Jetfire size. It wouldn't be, you probably couldn't do it quite as big. Yeah. Um, just because you'd have to have more complexity, but I think that you could push him bigger, you know, not be a head and a half taller than his friends have him be you know three or four heads taller and then that way he's just bigger and then that bigger core size can then excuse me a little hiccup uh can then like push out to make the torso bigger so that he's he's not you know either walking on stilts or or whatever I yeah you end up with weird proportions
0: I'll pop out some armatures um for the arms and legs as well like why not right because mm-hmm. Superion is one of another one of those cartoon models who sometimes is just wearing the arm parts. So uh, you could focus some bulk into the arms. You could even like do uh, sort of the MMC Defensor thing. Have just armatures pop out the bottom to, to grasp the leg bots in. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, TJ, what about you? Who who combiner wise do you want to see in Legacy next?
3: I mean, on, on like on a selfish level, I'm always looking for like a proper Technobot set, because I feel like American and Japanese kind of split the difference between what I wanted out of it.
0: Highly, I agree. I, I consider them to both be collectively Computron, and now there's two of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you know, for Technobots, that actually makes
0: sense. I, I will go with that. Yeah. They set it up. Uh, head cannon, obviously. Halfways this time. But... By introducing the concept of Betatron, and also introducing the concept of spelling Scattershot's name differently, they introduced the idea of, like, well, what if there's Shot and Scattershot, and what if there's Computron Alpha and Betatron? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's more, like, selfish.
3: Like, if I'm, like, picking something, like, something in my brain says Defensor... Because I'm imagining like how much extra bulk you get for the robot mode out of the fire truck, and I'm also imagining like if they played around with it, you could probably get away with like redistributing some parts to make up for like groove doesn't have to be the size of an ambulance. Yeah. Things like that.
0: Yeah, there's like, there's creative creative stuff you could do between groove and and uh, blades probably. Um like helicopter and motorcycle both size oddly to me compared to like ambulance and police car.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's always a thing. Why is this tank the same size as a space shuttle?
0: Yeah. Uh although this is the this is sort of sort of the like ceiling on Legacy is that I would immediately say, well, why don't they just lean into the really good idea of Rook? But then it's like, well, Legacy wouldn't have Rook it's not sunbo it's like, yeah you're right it's, it's, <laughs> rook is also a, a good idea though <laughs> rook and chest groove uh, i think was was inspired and it's a bummer to me that that's kind of kind of been forgotten i feel like altogether <laughs> i mean i feel
3: like you could make a whole combiner out of all of the like replacement combiner characters at this point i uh i, th- I think i think i did
2: yeah, I got head between. I got head like, for that. <laughs> yeah, because I had like uh, Skylink's as the torso, but you'd also have like well, no, because it was Optimus Prime and like the classic G one cast was one combiner.
0: Yeah, and then Skyrain was the some more of the G one cast. And then yes.
2: along with the the limbs that shouldn't have been.
0: Yeah. now your your spare torso spots exist across you, um Starscream. Uh technically, if you get into the Optimus repaints, you have Optimus Maximus and then you have the White One. <laughs> uh I think of him as Optimus Maximus because of the TCG, but you have you have Red Optimus and you have White Optimus. So that, that opens some slots as well. Uh and then technically Betatron, if you didn't well, no. There's also Betatron single pack Betatron. So there are three mm-hmm. of them technically, if you include Unite Warriors. I'm remembering now, like trying to math out if they all this stuff back when these were coming out, and and how they ended with like, no, there are in fact not a perfect number of <laughs> limbs to slots. Uh, because you also got like Rek'Gar floating around. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm proud of all of us that we didn't go with the joke answer of Monstructor because that's just trolling poor Evan on the design team who can't talk about Monstructor. That was on a stream. That was like eight weeks ago now. But <clears throat> Anyway, let's get into some acquisition inquisitions of Transformers we got. Uh, let's kick off here with uh, TJ. Why don't you, you throw one in there? Uh, something that you picked up. I'm looking at your list. I am interested in all of these. I've already expressed. I've already expressed thoughts on one of them. I guess technically.
3: <laughs> um, I think my, I think my most interesting one out of the whole batch is probably the
0: Gamer Edition Optimus Prime. I have been looking for him for weeks, and I still can't find. Apparently, some showed up and can be picked up at my local GameStop's but that's within six hours of me looking in both of them and not seeing him. So I don't know why the gamers are trying to avoid me, but, uh, how does he, how does he feel? I've heard, I've heard some good stuff about the Optimus specifically. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm
3: incredibly happy with the figure. Uh, I do like, I mean, for starters, it's my aesthetic for a giant robot action figure. Like I like big, bulky, powerful looking robots. Uh, Hits my hits that note spot on. He's way bulkier than the original, and I don't just mean because he's a Voyager and not a Deluxe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just super chunky, super powerful. Um, I mean, he's got the usual stuff for a modern toy. Like, there's some hollowness in order to get him to that bulk size, but he does feel decent in your hand. And for me, the most important thing is just he feels so much better to play with. That original Deluxe, I just remember not liking because of the panel work that went into that, and it always felt like I had to force through panels in order to get things transformed. It just felt way too fiddly. Mm. And, like, this thing is, like, I don't know, like, close to flawless. Like, they figured out, like, a perfect way of engineering everything together. I mean, he's just... He's fun to transform. He's fun to goof with. He's, like... You know he's good when he's one of those figures where, like... I keep picking it back up when my hands are bored.
0: Oh, hmm. man. I want to... want to find one of those. That sounds so up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like... It... it That that was the impression I got from a lot of the feedback so far is that they... They, uh, they in fact, did a good job taking a second swing at that design. Uh... And, uh, and, and the, the, how do you put this? The way that he does just look enormous, like knowing that there's, you know, airspace involved, but like even the ax looks huge in photos. Oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. I, I love the trick of the ax. I mean, not, I mean, tricks, not only like the fact that it is single and dual bladed, uh, yeah. but also that the handle can be separated out. So you can put prime's hand anywhere or just have like a normal sized ax,
0: yeah. Like it feels it feels like he's a voyager and also he inherited extra budget from Bumblebee and Barricade in a way. Like at least at least in in appearance um and in appearance of what I've seen of Barricade so far. It, it feels like Optimus like hoovered up some some extra dollars. Um, cuz I I have really not like it's all been just like I didn't think it was going to be as good as this is. Like is there what would you are there any major downsides to him?
3: Um the only downside I have to him is um the the peg holding his right arm on since it's like full removable to put the arm gun on. Yeah. Uh that peg is a little bit loose which I've heard more than once. Ah. So I that can be tightened up. Like I'm not terribly fussed over that. I mean it can it, like, it can get annoying sometimes if you forget about it during transformation. Oh but, yeah. I mean who hasn't lost an arm once in a while? It's not a big deal.
0: Listen, I finally got a, a Legacy Evolution junkie on. I'm good at yanking legs off. We'll talk about that later.
1: <laughs> uh,
3: no, my, my my only thing about beyond that would be like, I really wish his gun had just like a fold out handle or something just just if I want to use it like a normal gun instead of the <laughs> yeah. arm cannon. And that
0: that's literally it. That's actually surprising to me. I just assumed there was a peg on it somewhere. Uh, I
3: mean, a peg, or can I combine it with the axe handle? Can I do?
0: S- Where's my Evo Fusion now? That's in a different line. That's, <laughs> that's Studio Series doesn't know what Evo Fusion is. Uh, I, I, those uh, lines
2: I, cannot be crossed.
0: I am, I am hoping. I think that's probably my next priority. Transformer I want to pick up is Gamer Prime. Uh, now that he seems to be showing up a little bit more often around here, because that sounds like a choice piece. Um, and I mean, I don't think any of us have it, but like barricade has become available around here as well. So I went to check some coverage of him and he doesn't, and a friend of mine got one and it sounds like he's fine, but he is not gamer prime. It also sounds like, uh, so I'm not in as much of a rush. Um, how, uh, TJ, are you, are you thinking of going full gamer or are you taking him like one piece at a
1: time?
3: <laughs> um, I do have a uh, barricade and bumblebee on order. Okay, because um, I I mean I'm curious enough about them because of the way Prime transforms. Um, well, well I mean the Barricade just looked cool to begin with, so I do want to try that one out.
1: Yeah, but
0: that Bumblebee, uh,
1: that Bumblebee that, that... does
0: not photograph well. No, <laughs> but but lots of good toys don't, so I'm not going to hold that against him. Uh, the the main thing with Barricade in the coverage I saw just to to prep you. It's just, his his arms were more hindered in articulation than I really thought they would be, given that they just look like normal arms. Uh, and so that was like kind of like parts collide stuff I saw in a, in a video where I was like, oh, dang. Like it, The thing is, it's, it's adjustable stuff, I think, as well. But uh, it, it didn't seem to quite be the tour de force that that Gamer Prime is dropping. But we also, hey, it turns out, because someone sent packaging samples to someone who don't care... That there is a Voyager Megatron too, so <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if you just
0: go for for the Voyagers, I, I assume that Megatron's probably going to be as solid. Oh, if if it's anything
3: like the Prime, and that that was a design that wasn't hampered in the original toy either. Like I loved the the, the deluxe of that design. Yeah, like, I I am I am salivating over the large one.
0: Yeah, and no, I'm I'm hyped for that. I I'm assuming that that's the. Well, by the time you hear this, you'll know, probably, so you can confirm, dear listener. But I, I'm assuming, since those were packaging samples, we'll be seeing more of that Megatron, like, in th- four days, as of this recording. Uh, before the vaunted debut of RoboSend Grimlock. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good to hear about Gamer Prime, because I, I, I just want to hear good stuff about him, because at this point I'm, like, committed. so <laughs> I, want to, I want to just hear how cool he is, because I want, I want him to be good. Um. All right, let's let's pop over, uh, Aaron. What about you? I actually can I corner you on one of these? Sure. Nightbird. What is it?
1: <laughs> so <laughs> is it?
2: because you said something about it in and in, in in a chat or something. This is Flexformer, uh, By I'd, the way, I I did end up getting yeah, flex the Flexformer nightbird. Yeah. Um. It there's like a rubber band that runs around the perimeter of the whole thing, and so how you transform it is you 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 take it and you like flip it inside out, and that's how you transform it.
0: So I, I touched it because uh, there's no window, so I saw that that figure. Also because that figure looks at a glance like a deluxe night bird, and I kept getting excited. Uh, Yeah, which is really annoying (laughs) the flex formers actually look like normal deluxes in package and I don't like that but I I poked the flexi band and that thing felt weird because it felt like it doesn't flex it
2: it's not like a rubber band it's it is something that is pliable but it's not like a rubber band where you could grab it and like put it around a newspaper yeah it's it's like a shaped, mildly soft plastic. Um, but yeah, you just kind of take it and you just rotate through and it transforms. I, I don't know if you can hear that I'm doing finger quotes around the word transforms. But yeah, there's no posability whatsoever like they could have given her knees
0: I was going to ask about
2: you, that with, yeah. with with the way that she transforms because you you use her like her her foot side stump parts make part of the back of the car that has a tab and there's a rail down the back of her legs that kind of holds onto another part and so you could kind of make it so she has some sort of posability but this is something that in, in Aaron's ideal world would be like a $7 thing that sits by the checkout so that little Timmy can whine at Grandma to get him a Transformer toy. Flexformers not are something that's,
0: expensive.
2: Yeah, not something that's closer to 15 or $18, I think it was. Yeah. Like this. No, don't buy the Flexformers. If you're listening to this podcast... Like, unless you have a reason or have some sickness in your head in which you want to determine how interesting engineering thing happens and are fine just pitching that money, just just don't get the Flexformers.
1: You
0: answered my articulation question, which was the answer I didn't want to hear, which is no. So (laughs) the other question I have is, given that it has precisely one task, do the parts tab together satisfying and tightly?
2: Uh, so, how they tab together, the extent of them tabbing together is there is a, like, a slot underneath her chest, and there is a tab on the top of the, like, abdomen part, and they tab together okay. If you push back on her head, it'll pop apart, but it's not like then it does anything because you have to continue the pushing To get it to flip around.
0: Okay. I don't know if I'm disappointed by that answer. Uh,
2: I'm disappointed in giving it to you.
0: Do do the wheels roll?
2: Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. goodness. She she doesn't. Okay. Well, so that's the one thing. So since her, like, the front wheels are at her hips and the back wheels are at her feet, and that is one contiguous piece of plastic, like, it's not like there's stuff to fidget to go awry. Yeah. So she she rolls just out of the what physics are.
0: Well that's good, well, that's... <laughs> hooray. Uh Aaron, you should you should see how long a video dissertation you can do about that thing. <laughs> no. You should bring that to TFCon. <laughs> sure, I'll
2: do that. <laughs> I'll bring it at TFCon and leave it with some somebody. <laughs> somebody.
0: It's now your problem. People are like, trying to give it back to you. You're just like, "No, I'm I'm actually leaving the country." <laughs> no, you
2: touched you touched <laughs> it last. It's yours. That's
0: I mean, I mean, I would I'm the kind of person who would say, "Oh, I'll just I'll happily inherit a flexformer because then 3 weeks later, I'll be like, "Wait, why do I have this? Oh no. Well, where do I put this? Oh no. I can't throw this away because <laughs> I have that brain rot. Oh no. Uh, well, Aaron, thanks for taking one on the chin for everyone and um, being able to report on what a Flexformer is, because I was very confused. Yeah, I still it's... am, actually, a little confused. Yeah, it, I mean, I
2: understand why it exists, and within that realm, it's not like it's a horrible thing, but... At
0: price, though.
2: Yeah, the price is I mean, it's not that many pieces of plastic and it's around the the rubber band plastic thing like I don't
0: Also for what it is, right? Yeah. The price t- to me is a is a step against what it is cuz mm-hmm. it 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 goes from being a funny haha thing to being like well why would I pick you over the Earthspark finger puppets when I could like maybe mm-hmm. get two of them for the cost of you? uh yeah it's so weird that's so weird um well i got i got something that is straightforward and fun that i can I can talk about which because I've been alluding to him so much is crash bar of whom I got two I still don't have scrap hook, but I got two crash bars and then i w- i str- i was doing a stream the other day and was convinced to just try to put two crash bars together and it worked. I'm sending you a photo of of the the double Crash Bar bike. Um, Because Crash Bar has these, like, tabs and slots on either side of his asymmetrical legs. And so once I finally opened the second one, I I wanted to know if those things, like, lined up really well. They absolutely do. Uh, I will get the disappointment out of the way, though. Crash Bar cannot, in any respectable way, ride his own alt mode. And I feel like we've lost something in the... We've lost something in the message here. the 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 reveal the shield junkions should not have been the only junkions that are good at riding themselves. That technology should have gotten better ten years later. It shouldn't. So how
2: I've got to ask how how well do those two motorcycle fronts sit next to each other?
0: Um, the geometry is perfect because they're tabbed together. Uh, And when they tab together, they then line up perfectly with the hips, I believe, so that they will then line up perfectly with Scrap Hook's hips as well.
2: Okay, because I have Scrap Hook, and I have still sealed. I just haven't had the gumption to open it yet. I have Crash Bar, but I don't have two Crash Bars. And I remember one of the things that they showed was, like, two Crash Bars in the front... Oh, excuse me, in the front of a thing, a la some, like, Roman chariot deal. Yeah. So.
0: No, they, they, they are very much designed for, like, Crash Bar is designed for you to own two of them. Because uh, also, you'll see okay. you see how the, the front wheel is kind of extended forward as well. Um, mm-hmm. That is a specific jointing that is only there for this kind of arrangement. You can't put the wheel that far forward for the motorcycle mode, because then it's lifted off the ground. Um, the crash bar has a lot of specific engineering that is not touched upon in the instructions at all. Like the fact that both of the legs are designed to tab onto themselves, like a second copy of themselves is one thing. Also, one of his wheels, uh, is held on by two hinged pegs. One of which is five millimeter. The other one is actually fatter. Uh, and they're both like rivet, like, like, um, not riveted. They're both pin hinged. So there's a lot of componentry. It's not in the instructions at all, and that's so you can remove the wheel, and then it has three intergeared blades that can flip out, and you can peg it onto something. And when you peg it onto something, it's fidget spinner style, so when it's pegged on, you can still free wheel spin it with the blades out. It's awesome. I don't understand why that's not in the instructions. Uh, I didn't know it was there for an entire day when I opened my first crash bar. Uh... So the, the instructions for Crash Bar are very weird. Uh, as a standalone transformer, though, I can say he's a very good bike transformer with an interesting, straightforward, cool, asymmetrical transformation. Uh, so I, I would even recommend, if you just want a junkie on, he's pretty cool. The only real bummer about his transformation is if you leave his four accessories off, the two pipes and the two saddlebags, it works. But it's very much designed for the two saddlebags to be holding the back half of pegged in a certain position if they're not there it works but it's wiggly um and also the four accessory pieces the, the places they peg in in bike mode they absolutely cannot remain attached whatsoever when you transform them um they are pegged into places that are like do not have room for a thing to be there when he turns into a robot uh Ten feels good though And also what I can say is you can swap his legs from left. You can change the left leg to be the right leg and vice versa, and you can still transform him just fine. So that's how I'm differentiating my two crash bars now. Um, Also not in the instructions, but his arms do just five mil peg out um, of the shoulders. For some reason, that's not in the part of the instructions that shows you that you can disassemble him. They just show you can remove the legs and they, for some reason show you can remove his head. It is not easy to remove his head. It's in a ball socket, and it's not a, a pull-pop like a Marvel Legend. You have to push it back out of the socket very specifically. I don't understand why that's in the instructions. It does not feel good hmm. or intentional, and yet they don't mention his shoulders either. I, so I don't know what happened with those instructions. Uh But Crash Bar is pretty darn cool, and I'm happy I have two of them. Uh, and I'm just... Really, I'm just bummed out he can... I thought that those leg tabs that let the, the legs tab to their duplicates... I thought that also meant those would let him ride himself solidly. Um, and they absolutely do not in any way, shape or form. It's a, comp- a complete sham. Junkions not being able to ride themselves is, is like, that's like making ice cream without, without, uh, without it being cold. That's like making hot ice cream. I don't know why you'd do it other than to be a weirdo. Um, so, you know, make 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 sure you ask those questions on Instagram. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, otherwise I'm happy with them. Um, let's, uh, let's each do one more, and then we'll pop to another listener question. So I'll cycle back over TJ. Uh, what's another one thing that you got that you want to talk about? Mm, uh, let me talk about
3: my Warrior Thrash,
0: as long as we're talking about
3: motorcycles.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen him yet, and I, I kind of wanted to pick him up because I don't know that we'll get another Thrash anytime soon. It It does feel
3: weird that, like, Twitch has a larger toy than Thrash.
0: In general, yes. She's got a larger toy than... She's got too large a toy, basically. So, Thrash as a warrior-class toy is
3: probably one of my favorite warrior-class toys I've picked up so far. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was a little bit disappointed in Elita 1. She's not as functional as she first appeared to be. Um, But thrash is, like, nice, and so, the, like, once you have it in hand, the transformation is just, like, very blatantly obvious how it works, um, like, they're, like, his arms are just the sides of the motorcycle, and that's, eh, you know, and you can see his head in vehicle mode from the side, all right, so, typical warrior class stuff, um, for the cost and for the pri- for the size, I think the leg transformation is actually pretty clever because it's like, uh, ever like everything kind of folds together, and the entire underside of the uh, vehicle mode is all his leg.
1: Hmm.
3: Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a quick little unfold, um, and it, it works. It it works. Like it, they put enough mass in there to fill out the underside of the motorcycle, um it's hollowed on one side because that's where the inside of his legs go that's why you have a sidecar to stick there (laughs) covers up a little bit so um i mean it's so it still looks okay still looks okay um but yeah the, the robot mode's decently articulated for warrior class uh really clean there's really not a whole lot of junk hanging off of it and i really like how the sidecar functions I mean just aside from it's nice to have a sidecar transformer which is exceedingly rare yeah I think there's like two or maybe three it's like the human alliance
0: little one I think
3: um in my head it was samurai prowl it was pretender vroom and then I think someone told me of another one around g2 era but I I can't remember which one it was
0: there's a I think there's a Human Alliance one from the Little Human Alliance guys. Um uh, No, there's a trike. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But no, like I I really like how the sidecar functions cuz you you can use it as a shield like he does in the cartoon, but you've got the chain gun there too. Uh yeah. and he's got he's got the extra mounting port on the side of his arm to use it as a shield really well. And then, like, even if you're bored of it, like, okay, there's a spot to peg it onto the back as well, and his legs are sturdy enough; he can hold up uh, the extra weight. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's nice options to it. I, I like, I like optional accessories like that. Um, but yeah, like, he's he's actually like surprisingly nice for a warrior class figure.
0: I'm gl- I'm glad that there's like still good stuff happening in warrior class because that at least that's still on par, right? Where like. It's a bit of a dice roll. Some of them are like, "Really? You don't do this." But then like one will come out where you're like, "You're like basically a deluxe." Mhm. Uh, and I'm, just, I'm I'm just checking pictures of them to to remind myself of like where some of the park placement goes. Yeah, I I would like to pick this up. Also cuz also cuz like I like like with any um sh- thing with a TV show, I can't I can no longer just assume or believe that we'll get deluxes of every main character.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Windblade kind of killed that for me.
0: Yeah, no, I, I Windblade put put a new kind of fear into me that I'm not over yet. Uh, like like regardless of how well the show does, like we've seen the Earthspark deluxe lineup. The shock wave is a straight redeco from Cyberverse. I am. I will be ecstatic if we get a second wave of deluxes for Spark. Is how I'll put it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll keep an eye out for this one. That's good to know that this is on you know the level. Um, because I would like this to be a good toy. I like Thrash, uh, especially now with the English dub of Ultraman Z. I really am getting into Zeno Robinson's work, so I'd like a good Zeno Robinson toy. I mean, oh, granted, yeah. I got, I got oh, yeah. an Ultraman Z figure arts, but that, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I cut my teeth on Zeno with Owl House, and yeah, he's fantastic at what he does. Yeah. Oh, he
0: he is. I mean it's a, it's almost in my opinion a different skill set. It's a, it's a parallel skill set. He is very good at dubbing live action. Like I I am actually I was taken aback how good a job he's been doing as Haruki in Ultraman Z. Uh but uh that that you know slight aside. Uh Thrash is looking good. Um I I know what I will talk about. <laughs> Uh to bounce off that. Before I get there though, Aaron, uh what's another one of yours you'd like to hit up now that I've gotten all the info I need about flexformers? Uh I got Origins Jazz. Ooh yeah, I'm I got a hook up but I'm not gonna have it in hand for a bit. And he is Alfie approved. Hell yeah.
2: So uh I was actually pretty surprised at how well uh he does at keeping the Cybertronian parts. Like he he's got Big boots and a big backpack, and that's all of his hypertronian parts. Mm. Um, but he 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 does a very good job of being both of the appearances. The way that his but um, okay, I was going to say the way that his uh, grappling hook thing works is pretty cool. But then it was the other problem in that when you go to rotate anything that's in the fist hole peg thing then his his hand just disappears ah. um into your lapper onto the floor i'm not sure where that went that'll be fun um <laughs> but that's uh the the one kind of tricky thing with him is is it's not a terribly strong connection there um because it's just the like the the tension pegs yeah uh for it but no he's he is is pretty cool he's got uh What's almost an ab crunch with the way his transformation works? Um, come on. Okay. Nope. You're not going to do it. All right. Um, there's there's just a little bit of extra action in there that you can get with his hips, basically. Okay. Um, and then yeah, the fact that that he still has the you know the Porsche chest is wonderful silly 1980s cartoon action
0: let's uh um, it's action master vibes to me which i love like yeah <laughs> he's got the silhouette yeah um but no he's he's
2: very uh very poseable he's got um if you loosen his chest a little bit he he's even got uh due to his transformation some like shoulder butterfly inward Ooh. Um, So you could have a little bit of like two hand imposing on things if you just like pull his chest because his chest plates on like a double wishbone or on a double like a dog bone type of piece because it comes out and goes up over his head uh, for part of the transformation uh, because that ends up facing downwards and it's kind of I think that's what he sits on. When he's a Cybertronian hover vehicle thing, he's that shoe, uh, and it and it and it gives and it gives
0: just a little bit of lift up off of the ground. So, oh man, I I really want to track down an Origins Bumblebee now <laughs> because I never picked one up when he was
2: new. Oh, he's about the best one of them, I think. I feel like,
0: yeah, I I hope that there's still some floating around come TFCon. I just don't I don't want to pay up for it because that's why I never picked them up. So I'm hoping I can just catch one uh thread the needle as it were, catch a deal. But Jazz mm-hmm. Jazz is looking solid though. Like in photos he look great. And and another one where I've just been hearing basically like uh praise all round from the in in hand reports. Uh yeah, that
2: hand has totally disappeared.
0: It's it's gonna be shake your shirt. It's black, so it might have gotten in a fold.
2: Yeah. No, I I I slowly slid the uh the chair back and popped my shirt over the uh, over the, the the floor mat thing that I have. I may now have to go on mute and turn a flashlight sideways in order to see where it went.
0: That's a lifestyle that I know too well. Um, well, whilst you do that, uh, thanks for the info on Origins, Jazz. Oh, nope. Found it.
2: It, it. it fell into the back corner of the chair. Ah!
0: It somehow got behind me.
2: <laughs> it grappled because... around physics yeah (laughs)
1: that's
2: the the hook it's that's what makes it tricksy man
0: yeah Oh well i'm i'm glad he turned out well i'm glad he's alfie approved otherwise this whole thing would be a sham um
2: yeah the 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 creamsicle one that's coming would be the uh the tricky one
0: (laughs) it's 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 topical it's uh there's there's art to go with it it's it's defensible uh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to messing with Origins Jazz, and hopefully I can find me an Origins B uh, still. It sounds like they made a ton of them, so hopefully it won't be too hard. Um, Well, bouncing off what TJ talked about, I, I got a Warrior class as well. I actually also found a toy store that I thought closed during early pandemic lockdowns. They've changed their name and gone to a different mall, but their price tags still have the old name, and their shelves still have some of the Transformers from 2018 in 2019 that they had when they disappeared. Um, So I've discovered the new location of Toronto's Toys, 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 and they had some Cyberverse Warrior-class toys on sale for less than retail, which is not usual, because usually they charge more than retail there. So I got Warrior-class Cyberverse Snarl from the green-carded era that ended off Cyberverse. Um, And Snarl is pretty darn cool, as long as you're okay with the back half of the dino mode being one giant thing, which uh, TJ, I believe you're the one who clued me in on that many moons ago. Um, the, uh, the gimmick on him is great because it just makes a ball socket, um, arm connection, swivel forward and backwards. If you ignore it, it's just a ball socket joint. Uh, the huge gigantic thing that, that is basically the thagomizer array. Uh, is a very hilariously giant sword sheath for his very very much smaller sword. It even has a special peg to hang off his hip if you want. If you put it there, his arm doesn't fit there anymore, so it's very funny. Uh, I like him, but again, you got to be cool. Like if you if you don't if you just set the Thagomizer sword sheath array to one side and transform him, he turns into the front half of a Stegosaurus connected to a person who looks very uncomfortable, the top half of a person, who looks very uncomfortable. Uh, so you do need the Thagamizer array. But uh, I would still categorize him as the, like, this is pretty okay warrior class kind of tier, because what he does just has a lot of good, good eager intention and delivers on it. Um, so I, I'm pleased with him. Also, I'm, I'm nearly complete on the Cyberverse Dinobots. All I need now is a swoop, which means that someday I need to somehow end up not paying money for the crash combiner that swoops a part of because I think that's the only way uh and I I don't want to pay money for it so hopefully I can just luck into one someday uh but I uh, know snarl snarl decent warrior class probably not as good as thrash thrash seems better um because there is not a giant thagamizer to deal with um but uh it still reminded me of, of snarl because it's i think it's actually a very similar gimmick it's like um it's a mul- it's a, a big chunk that has multiple places to exist it has fi- like like obvious fictional function uh but in snarl's case it's also just too too darn large to do any of that well uh but it's it's very funny so it it, it gets a lot of extra points for that um Anyway, before we continue with more acquisitions, let's do another listener question, because I got one here from Arufonza, who says, Hello, wtf Uh, apologies for how long it took, but, uh, I'll, I'll skim through some of this. Um, Arufonza has just hit, as, as of February, hit 70k followers on TikTok, which is, I think, pretty grats. Although I don't, you know, they, they go on to say it's not that impressive by TikTok standards. I still think once you get into the 10ks anywhere, you're, you're doing something pretty darn cool. Um, Anyway, the uh, the question here uh, is from some old podcast backlog. A listener question talking about a social event where all the Optimus Primes have met up. This cotillion of Optimi meet and greet crossing multiple continuities. The asker mentioned the Super Robot Anime Primes, uh, very prim and proper at this prestigious event, suddenly being put off by the crassness of the live-action Optimus Primes. Uh, tempers would raise, words would be said before conflict arose. The question then boiled down to who would win the fight? And the group is uh, disappointed that such a brilliant setup led to a question you've received a few times. So, Odufonza has uh, has been racking some brain uh, to reinvent this question. So, uh, along with all the new Optimi we've had since then, um, like the cool dad of Earthspark, the emo sad boy of the uh, Machinima, not Machinima, the Netflix trilogy, um, uh, Earthspark Optimus would try to cool things off, War for Cybertron Prime would try to make the situation about himself trauma dump on a visibly uncomfortable god, Jinra. I'm enjoying this. Uh... Let's see, uh, after crossing over a dream daddy me, my god. So the op- the Prime event happens, tempers flare, as they did before, because the live-action Primes are starting stuff. The three of us have been tasked with quelling the growing animosity between all the Primes, but at the same time, we must do it in a manner that will most impress the Prime that we wish to make our best friend forever. husbando, senpai, etc. Choose your optimist carefully and find which social tactics would do their best to gain their friendship, heart, favor, or what have you, best of luck, click. So basically, we we are in a dating sim where all the optimuses are about to have a throwdown, and uh, we are not only going to defuse the situation, we are going to win the heart of the optimist we want most, be it platonically or more.
2: So, clarification question. Mm-hmm. A diffused situation means that there's no n- nothing else like... It's all done, right? So if you pick movie Optimus Prime and say, let's take their faces, once all their
0: faces have been taken, that situation's been diffused, right? Well, the, wor- the specific wording is tasked to quell the growing animosity. Yeah, the animosity will be gone. They're dead. No more animosity. I think the word quell makes this more complicated since that's the operating verb. If the verb was deal with, I would be with you. I think quell is too much of a peaceful implication. Okay, but I appreciate the so, hustle. So,
2: <laughs> so let's do something fun here. <laughs> let's go type quell definition into Google. All right, put it into a rebellion or other disorder, typically by the use of force.
0: Huh. Oh, well, I mean, I guess if, you, if that's how you're going to go with it. Yeah, I mean, well, is is this? Uh, so, what's the what, what is? What is this going to do to win over Live Action Movie Optimus, and what are you trying to get out of it? Who, who do you want him to be? I, to I was
2: asking for a clarification because I figured that was the way that you were going to go, so I was trying to take the joke out from underneath you in the beginning. Oh,
0: no, no, I was not going to go with Live Action and then you
2: played And then you played it the other way, so now I'm confused.
1: <laughs> I thought, who are you? I thought you were going and with this one. And what the, have you done with Chris? I thought you were
0: going with this one, and I was like, okay, well, we're <laughs>
3: I'm watching two people play like 4D chess with checkers right now.
0: <laughs> I just want to maintain the spirit of the question, and uh well, I, I think the the end, one of the end results of this, I guess, is that the live action movie Optimus is going to assume we all want to date him, and then we'll get very angry when we don't. So maybe this plays into how we have to quell this. <laughs> uh, no, because because th- for me things have changed. Um, I'll explain later. Uh, but Aaron, do you? Do you have an Optimus that you would select, that you would try to get in good with here?
2: Man, I really like Earthspark, Optimus Prime, Alan Tudyk, like, Wisecrack, hey now, come on guys, and some, a couple of dad jokes with some, uh, uh, and everybody just goes, what, no, no, uh, oh, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. Fine. I, th- Fine. I think this
0: would work because I think especially once you get onto live action Optimus, live action Optimus is the kind of guy who would take stuff so seriously that if he starts getting dad joked on he'd try to badass back and you know what doesn't ever work trying to badass big dog someone making dad jokes
1: because mm-hmm. you
0: just sound like an idiot because yeah, <laughs> anybody
2: that's at the point of making dad jokes or dad puns already like yeah I know this sucks but it has a chance at being funny. And even if it doesn't hit, I can go, eh, eh, two or three times, and I've made my point anyway. So I win no matter what. And if
0: someone goes, eh, and you respond like, I'll, I'll cut your your head open, then they're like, oh, you're going to get some more, scoop some more of them dad jokes out of my brain? You go for it, son. Go get grab some zingers out of there. Like, I wasn't talking about grabbing zingers. Because yeah. live-action movie Optimus it- to me, would default to angry teenager once faced... With an Earth Spark Optimus.
2: Yeah, that's the old, uh, what is it? Happy Gilmore, I eat pieces of crap like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of crap for breakfast? What? Exactly. No, I mean, it's, uh, I, ha. Uh, because
0: I, I think, okay, I mean, whatever you do, I think this would happen, and then I think Netflix Optimus would, would base basically, Netflix Optimus and live action Optimus would end up being boyfriends by the end of this. Because they, live action Optimus would be reduced to mopey, angry teenager, which would then, Have him perfectly connect with, um, mopey sad teenager that is Netflix Optimus Prime. And boom. Uh, I think that quells the situation. I'm also really into this because, Aaron, my selection is also Earthspark Optimus. You can't, the moment we got an Alan Tudic dad Optimus, I was like, I want to marry him. So, that is who I choose without a single blink. I'm like, no, I throw down with Earthspark Optimus. he has won me over <laughs> uh so uh, you you actually ended up still stealing mine, but you didn't mean to <laughs> What a perfect I'll take what, I can get. what a perfect full circle um t j you're stuck watching all of this. What do you do in the situation? So we have a problem here. Oh no! Because
3: <laughs> you, you, what are what are what are my options here? Because most most of your Optima, most of your optimi are the Stoic Commander type. You know that that that's like that's like your Prime. That's your. It's even like to an extent your Cyberverse like mm. I, I prefer a I prefer a prime that has some layers to him. You know, that you know that doesn't mind, you know, being a little bit goofy or you know playing along with you know the crazy humans ideas. And the top 2 for that are G1 Optimus Prime and Earthspark Optimus
0: Prime. <laughs> so so is the actual way we quell this That the three of us simultaneously, without blinking, go to start courting Earthspark Optimus. And then every other Optimus, in just absolute shock and and insulted silence, stops whatever's going on. Because they can't believe that in a room with every Optimus Prime, we have all simultaneously turned to give the the eyes to Earthspark Optimus.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, we're turning this into a harem anime.
0: Yeah and yeah yeah and then every other Optimus like excuse oh wait what but I had a solution and live action Optimus is like are you serious you're all what and then and then the the twist is that it means Earthspark Optimus is like well gotta go use the washroom and then the three of us just get our asses kicked and thrown out by all the other Optimuses <laughs> who we have we have now that we have accidentally spurned every other Optimus in the multiverse at the same time. Uh, they, we, they take their frustrations out on us, which technically quells the situation. But I genuinely did not think we were. I mean, unless you, I am assuming you were. You were at the end of this moving towards our spark here, because the dad version of Cullen Optimus, I think, even the G one Prime has been somewhat muffled. Somewhat, yeah. Because uh,
3: yeah. You know? mm-hmm. like G one Prime gets by on the fact of like he's willing to learn to play basketball, you know, and goofy yeah. things like that cuz cuz 80s cartoon. Now Earthspark Prime is just he's all about like like the the try, trying to be trying to be cool
0: dad vibe. We 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 have perfectly played into the dream daddy meme because we picked the dream daddy Optimus. Not only that, we also all have shown that in fact when you just get Alan Tudyk to do something, we're all just like Alan Tudyk. What? Well hold on. Who's who's Peter Cullen? Jake Foshi, step aside for a second. Neil Kaplan, go sit down. Alan Alan Tudyk is in here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that was that was a lot cleaner than I was expecting. Uh, if you if you're listening to this, go and drop a comment in the thread. Let us know who you would have chosen, or if in fact this is <laughs> we're all just joining Earthspark Optimus's harem. Like I. I, maybe we are. <laughs> it turns out all we want is we all just want to get along with a cool dad. Maybe maybe uh, maybe, maybe uh, getting his good advice. Va- maybe give him maybe give him a little peck on the cheek. I don't know. Um, I guess that brings us back to Transformers acquisitions. Uh, so let's let's keep that that wheel turning too. Um, TJ, hit us up with another one of yours. So
3: curiosity got the best of me. I bought one of the transforming masks.
1: mm Hmm.
0: Uh, I grabbed the Bumblebee because it was the only one they had. That's, I was about to say, that is the reason to grab him, is my understanding. (laughs) (laughs) The, the Primal Mask, here's what I'll say. I want the Optimus Primal Mask because Toy Guy took very funny photos of wearing that thing. That Primal Mask is amazing. It is too expensive for me to purchase right now for what it is, but I want it. Uh, However, I'm assuming that the build quality of both would be similar. I don't mean to immediately start denigrating your choice to go to Bubble either, but you're I mean you got me started. You're the one who said he's the only one they had. Uh yeah. But yeah. how how is he?
3: <laughs> okay, so uh for starters, um yeah, if, if you're an adult wearing this thing, it will fit. Your nose will hate you, but it don't, will don't fit. Hate it. Uh, uh, it does look ridiculous on an adult head, it's obviously made for a kid. Alright. Um, I will, be, I will admit, I'm really impressed by the engineering that can hold together in mask mode and still transform.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, there's a lot of look. there's a lot of little clever things that are holding it all together. Um, I'm surprised at how big the thing is in robot mode. Like, that's the one thing that gets me about, like, because, yes, like, these are like $30 toys, and like, you can't. It's hard to justify thirty dollars for a plastic mask, but the robot mode is fairly large. If you are into the look of the robot mode, which if you're if the if by the look of the robot mode you mean uh, Bumblebee, who permanently has like parachute straps hooked to him.
0: Yeah, uh, hey, parachute attack Bumblebee.
3: <laughs> uh, like, even articulations okay on the toy. Like, the legs are fine. Legs even have ankle tilt to them. Hell like, yeah! Okay, so okay, legs are fine for for a gimmicky toy. Um, on Bumblebee, I don't know how Primal is, but on Bumblebee, the shoulders are okay, somewhat limited, and then the elbows are basically just there. The elbows do not do a whole lot. You could tell that's where like the tension holding those uh, elastic straps of the mask have to go. <laughs> Yeah, so they're I, just kind of permanently, like, just
0: permanent bent pose. I like that there is this much, like, girth and, and like, parts count, though, to this thing. That, that's also what sells me. The, they are too, When I say they're too expensive, that's also what draws me to it, because it's like, man, they went for it, though. They, like, oh, yeah. try to make a big, full-featured Transformer who turns into a very silly thing.
3: Yeah, for, like, a ridiculous gimmick toy, like, they... Put a lot of effort into it, and I, I, and I get it. Like they've been making these mask toys for a while now, and obviously they sell because they keep making more. Mm. I never see anyone buy them, but they must because they keep making them. So yeah, like a natural evolution, and I think like it feels to me like there's so much emphasis in this series in particular for this movie in particular to make everything transform you know we've got a nerf blaster optimus prime that transforms now mm. Mm. you know it's it's not a bad like as a first attempt it's not bad like, it's bizarre but you know it's actually a goofy little toy that i'm sure i'm sure a kid's gonna love it
0: it also you know, sounds it's... like like it uh it's sort of the polar opposite to the flex former too like it's a silly gimmick it's over to fill that gimmick space out well past what it needs to, except it sounds like the mask delivers where the Flexformer still just ends up making you go like, why does it cost, like, 20 bucks? I mean,
3: it sounds like the thing with the Flexformer is I'm just getting a different version of an auto-transforming figure that is normally, like, five bucks cheaper than this. Yeah. Whereas, like, at least, like, with the mask, I know what I'm getting into going in it's just gonna be a plastic mask you know and hey it accomplishes that job perfectly fine and oh by the way there's this weird robot it can turn into if you're
0: so inclined yeah and also all the mask formers need is one neat piece of niche fiction somewhere and it it will make them suddenly I think that will make them suddenly a wanted item it'll take one Takara Tomy Generations comic book where they, like, feature somehow.
3: It needs yeah. to be, like... It needs to be a whole, like, movie Optimus tie-in thing.
0: <laughs> you took faces! Those faces have come for you!
3: Well, this is why he took the faces. Oh, so they were the faces.
0: dangerous. <laughs> uh, I'm still... I'm still tentatively someday I hope on sale gonna get a hold of the primal mask because the primal the mask mode on that thing is so funny when you glare out from underneath that brow it, it's very <laughs> intense looking um, but uh, no, thanks for that's that's two rise of the beast gimmick toys we were able to report on thanks to, to the noble bravery of Aaron and TJ so uh, Bop, and, I guess we almost can continue <laughs> that. hey Aaron what else did you pick up this week uh, I got Inferno. I finally saw him on shelves. Is that Kingdom Inferno? Uh, Yeah. The the Fire Ant? Yeah. Yeah. Or no, no, he's Legacy. Never mind. The, the joke was the Kingdom Where, one wasn't. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, man. Oh, man. More of the Beast Transformers needed to be like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, everything that I want to say that I b- b- remember with big fingery air quotes about Beast Wars Inferno, this guy hits, um, just the, the blender butt action that's there. He, he's got a big old, he's, he's got the South Park Canadian head with his whole like upper head and jaw being entirely separated, so he just, like, chatters is is very good. Was a good refresh after some less than optimal
0: uh, beast transformers. Also, the, the on the blender butt, the thing about that that really blew me away is, like, the multi-layered way that thing can work. Mm-hmm. And the way it has, like, the hidden fourth petal, just in case you want all four out, but also you can just leave it folded with three and like st- stick the gun there or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and let it tuck up a little bit better. Yeah. But I was, I was very happy because it was, was one that just seemed to just like never friggin' show up. Cause we get, we get weird, like surges, like everybody will get a wave here and then like nothing shows up or it drains completely out. And so it was at Target. And was like, holy crap! But how did you get here? What? You're coming with me.
0: <laughs> I mean, that was uh, that was that was like me with uh, a leader class toy I picked up. Um, mm-hmm. but no, Inferno is very good. Inferno is like is like to me like one of the absolute examples of like if we ain't doing masterpiece Beast Wars anymore, then I guess we're just doing like that level functionality crammed into a mainline toy.
1: mm Hmm.
2: Very very good voyagers, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, oh, I'm happy you got a hold of him. Yeah, that that's one where also I don't know where they fit in. Like, I guess I mean they, we we can always have antagony at some point in selects, but uh, I don't know that antagony is as fun. Some of those gimmicks just don't feel like they're as fun on on antagony as they would be on inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you like the transformation? By the way, Cause I was pleasantly surprised by how he works too like he's actually kind of fun his ant mode actually has like it's a little bit finicky but like it actually has like a little bit of meat to it and it can stand on all its has, legs
2: has has a little bit of ant poseability to it yeah i was i was actually surprised that all like the six legs had enough strength to them that it would hold him up it wasn't like he would he was like belly crawling with his ant legs kind of to the side that he was able to stay entirely up
0: yeah um I got I was so, yeah, I was ready yeah. for a splattered ant with some very BS mm-hmm. e limbs but like he does stuff mm-hmm. the, the only problem I had actually was the <laughs> that like you have to put the gun on top but then also I'm so endeared by the ant <sighs> yeah. with a gun turret that I was like I don't know if I mind
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah that was that was and it, it it's a thing that I'll, I you know with the way that his that he like kind of tucks back into the ant butt otherwise for his transformation like it was okay the gun sits on top it's like ant man and Antony or, or antonio banderas or whatever uh those jokes were um in those And mo- i think all three of them. movies I'm shrugging I, i've only ant. seen
0: one of them on a plane once well
2: <laughs> it's worth at least watching for the funnies um but yeah it was just like a, hmm, okay whatever like some some toys do very well about integrating the weapons, and some don't. And it's a matter of like, okay, well, what? How, how different would this thing going to have to be in order to make the the gun hide in there? And the gun is kind of a thing that he constantly had, and works as well for the blender butt part. So it's a it's one of those like, ah, eh, the trade offs work.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Like one, I was sort of annoyed by it until I finished transforming him the first time, and I was like, "Okay, there's no way I was gonna fit back there." Like <laughs> this, he's got he's got a lot going on in that rump, in that ant rump. Yeah, it's um, reminding me. I still need, I still need to find a tarantula. I think it's the only one I'm missing now. Ah, but uh, many grats though on the inferno. Um I'm actually going to bounce off. I'm going to talk about a Voyager as well. I got a Voyager who apparently I have learned is incredibly expensive on the aftermarket right now because no one can find him. So I got from Transformers core version, mainline rise of the beasts Voyager class. Cause boy, howdy, it's I got the Optimus Primal Voyager from the not studio series, but also Voyager's, that are for Rise of the Beast, which I heard is called the Core line. And that's messed up because Core is also a price point. Um, So I, I got a hold of this guy because I found one of him and two of the Optimus Primes at a Walmart, where they are also $5 more expensive, inexplicably. And I remember just reading that tons of people were trying to find Optimus Primal. So I thought, well, there's only one of him, so I'll grab him. And then I went back there two days later, and all the Optimus Primes were gone. And I've never—they got replaced by Smash Changers on every single shelf. And I was like,
2: okay. "What's happening?" I'd seen this. I'd seen the Smash Changers. I don't think I'd seen seen this.
0: One. I was—it was demonstrated to me actually, because we're in my Discord. If you go to Van General, <laughs> there's a photo that was posted recently, uh, uh, showing that currently in the states, people are paying nearly seventy dollars. Wow, for <laughs> Um, these are just voyagers in fact th- yeah okay th- these are non yeah they're, they're normal voyagers what so even even
2: the crappy walmart in town had a big end cap section for rise of the beasts and they I guess because it was the same end cap that i'd seen the like beast alliance and and the the band former thing on there i could I could swear that I've seen this on the... I'll have to go take a well, look at it. Here's the thing,
0: right? The Smash Changers look up. almost exactly the same at a glance. Okay. So you you okay. might have seen those. They, In fact, it's been very... I now know why this has been so frustrating, because I've heard that the Optimus Prime is also really darn good. Uh, and I want to find them not at Walmart, where they are, for some reason, $50. Uh, so every time I think I've seen them, it's the Smash Changer. Uh, cause you don't, you, when you see the smash changer, what you see looks like these until you see the smash changer graphics around the edge of the box. Um, I also wonder if that might be why these are not going on shelves right now as much cause it, as far as like palleting and whatnot to people who are just stocking shelves, these may well look identical at a glance. Um, and I think they're the same price point too. So it's, it's so weird. Um, However, what I can say is this does not feel like Voyager in price only and that it's more like, you know, an Earthspark toy or something. This is a full featured Voyager toy. Uh, in fact, it's really darn good. Uh, I, I cracked him open last night, uh, on a stream and, uh, I have not messed with Kingdom Optimus in a while. Um, and be, and partly because somehow that is the single Kingdom toy I purchased that I have now misplaced And I have no frigging idea where it is, and I don't know why it is just Optimus Primal. So I haven't been able to compare them. But when I when I was streaming this, the transformation—I was under the impression the transformation was very similar. But people who were who were in chat said, "No, this transformation actually looks better than Kingdom Optimus's because the whole basically the crux of the transformation to talk about the robot feet actually fold up into a small ball that then folds up into the calves." Um, which is kind of cool. So the robot feet aren't just chilling out there. Like the calves actually open a panel for them to fold inside that closes over top of them again. So they disappear in the gorilla mode. Uh, And then the chest is this amazing triple layered thing where the robot chest will extend out and then the chest under it will split butterfly open out to the sides. Then a big wedge slides forward, rotates 180 to switch the heads, goes back in, then the robot chest goes on top of that. Then the other chest closes over top of it. So basically there are two chests that can go over top of each other depending on the mode. It's really friggin' cool. Uh, and then the articulation is also like pretty decent. Uh, he's got two swords. He can hold one in each hand or there's enough fist hole for him to hold both in one hand. Uh, there's no gimmickry in the forearms. So that, that might be where the parts count on this is maybe not as impressive. Uh also in every photo this thing looked like bland somewhat um desaturated chocolate. Uh in person it's hard it's really hard to put this to words, but in person he looks more vibrant, even though his color scheme is incredibly bland. Uh in person he he looks more gunmetal-ish, dulled gunmetal-ish than desaturated chocolate. And it's like a very important, very minor difference. Um, because as we have now started to see in the movie, he's also incredibly bland color palette wise. So there's not actually much for them to work with. My only real big problem with him color wise is that his robot and gorilla fists, because they're the same thing, are the light gray that the robot feet are. And him having light gray fists and feet just like really sticks out, um, compared to all the, the metallics and like, um, I guess burnished gun metals. Uh, also, the gorilla mode's eyes are glowing blue, and in all the stuff I've been seeing, I think they're supposed to glow green. But maybe I haven't really looked at the trailers like super close. Um, but this is actually a very good Optimus Primal. Don't overpay for it, but if you do see it, I think it's it's worth the pickup if you like Optimus Primals. Like the only real big bummer is that the arms don't really transform other than the shoulder pads. But like also. He's Optimus Primal. Even, like the Kingdom version, he even has a quote unquote third mode where you kind of uh arch his hips his his hips back and bend the knees forward for him to like really properly be in a in an on knuckles walking pose. Um and the gorilla head has the extra hinge joint so it can look upwards and forwards. Uh so I'm, I'm super impressed by this thing. Uh and I I really hope folks can find it without having to pay ridiculous prices. Um and Aaron, I hope that you actually are right in that this, this is just chilling out at your Walmart cuz this thing's really cool. Um it will probably get outdone by a studio series at some point, but it's just such a solid voyager that like I I don't feel bad about the idea that I may get a like fancier version, you know, months or a year from now. Uh Maybe that'll be something they'll be announcing in a couple of days too. I don't know, but anyway, uh, Rise of the Beast Core Line Voyager class Optimus Prime, pretty darn cool. Um, so let's swing back around, uh, TJ. Uh, let's hear another one of yours. Um, I got something core as well. Oh, Core Line? Or... No. Oh, it's core class?
3: Oh. It's core class. I've looked everywhere. No one has the core line around here yet. And I've seen the big end caps at Walmart. They still don't have
0: anything uh, deluxe or Voyager. Yeah, there's, there's something up. Cause I've seen the deluxes, and I am. I mean, I haven't looked at any coverage. The deluxes don't look very good. But, like, the... the oh, no, no, I'm, I'm thinking of... Um, no, oh, I haven't seen the deluxes. This is why it's so freaking confusing. Because there's also a line that looks like deluxes, but actually they're not. What are they? They're priced like deluxes. And none of them seem to have elbows. But yeah, sorry, the deluxes are in those buzzworthy multipacks. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, it's so confusing. Because yeah, I, I've also only been seeing like the the stuff with animal partners and, and the smash changes, Yeah. I, oh
3: yeah. Like if, if you want, if you want beast Alliance figures, Oh my God, it's a, it's a sea of them.
0: Yeah. I, mm-hmm. It all looks so similar that like, I get so confused every time I'm looking at the shelves. Uh, but yeah, you got a, you got some core, you got some exciting and core and new. Uh, Yeah. I, I got a Grimlock. I got a little Grimlock. A little Grimlock with that big tail.
3: Uh, so, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gives me a vibe of some of those older, uh, well, older like, uh, say Power of the Prime. I think was the last one where Grimlock's legs didn't attempt to do anything with the feet whatsoever, so he just has a, a box growing out of his back. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's kind of got the same thing going on. I mean, it's, it's. It's the small price point and it's got to be a combiner, so I'm not going to begrudge it for doing so. Um he's a he's not bad for what he for what he does and for what he's gonna have to do. He's gonna have to form up into a leg. Uh aside from just like the proportions being a little bit um interesting, his torso is way too small for anything else going on with him.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at photos of him again to refresh. Yeah. <laughs> He's so wee. <laughs> He's just
3: massive, ma- like, massive bulky legs and this tiny little chest. God, like, I want to see, like, it's almost like Mega Man aesthetic. Yeah. Like, big puffy legs and arms and there's this tiny little chest to hold it all together.
0: He's going to uh, give him, like, a Grimlock helmet to make his head bigger and you would have the Mega Man look.
3: Yeah. Can I do that with his gun? No, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> uh but no, he's I mean, for what he is, he's not bad. Like he's got like I guess like the six or seven points of articulation we're expecting out of these. Um mm. uh, he does he does get a, a a wrist swivel uh which I think is a a a side effect of his uh combination mode. Huh. So at I mean, it's it's a weird piece of articulation for a core class, but he's got it. Um, the weapon's ridiculous because it's trying to be, it's it's the stub end of his tail trying to be his double-barreled rifle.
0: Yeah, I was just looking at the photo and kind of going, like, what on earth is this supposed to be that he has? <laughs> uh,
3: uh, I mean, I think a lot of them are ending up with weapons like that.
1: Yeah.
3: I think, like, uh, Slug just comes with, like, the head of Volcanicus that might be a gun some way (laughs)
0: i've uh i I saw sludge and slug in person at the walmart and i was looking at they had they had a couple of each of them and i was like i could get started on this and i just looking at them i was like if i pick these two up that is 34 dollars plus tax i i don't know if i actually i think this is really neat I don't want to pay thirty four dollars in tax for these two little freaky guys. <laughs> uh, like, how how does Grimlock fe- like? Does Grimlock feel like he's bringing out some more of the, the play pattern with them? I guess. Like, is there, is there some magic going on once you get him involved?
3: Um, I don't necessarily think there's magic going on with a toy. Uh, like he's o- like he's okay, you know. Um. He- like he he has he has the un he has the unfortunate task of trying to be a, a T Rex with a giant box on his back, um, like just as a standalone Grimlock, he kind of suffers from. Strangely enough, a lot of the things the last Grimlock combiner suffered from. Yeah, he, he's just smaller. Uh, he's
0: like, I don't have to be the torso this time. Sweet. They're like, yep. Anyway, you're gonna be a foot. Uh, fit that on you. <laughs>
3: And at this point, at this point, I'm just kind of like I, I think I, I think at this point, I'm just kind of accepting that these are just going to be these really odd goofball Dinobots, and like the I, like the what's going to sell them is seeing all of them together. I saw one in hand shot of five of the six, you know, and it's a nice group. Mm-hmm. Once you get them together, it's a it's a it's a fine looking group.
0: Yeah, it I is, uh... just,
3: it is hard to rationalize them individually.
0: I so wish that the core class hadn't gone up over 15 bucks, like, had, hadn't gone beyond 15 bucks in Canada. Because, like, it just kills the motivation to get into core class stuff that isn't, like, standalone little little solid pieces. Uh, yeah. Because, damn, like, I like everything going on. I'm just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there going, like, I kind of want to just wait for the Monstructor, even though the di- the. The volcanicus version of this is funnier to me for headcanon reasons. The the monstructor feels like it'll be more satisfying and and like as a one-time purchase. Uh, Right. Even though like you know I got two crash bars, I can I can um, throw some junkie on limbs on in in place of whatever's not out yet. Like it just sucks that like it's it's seventeen bucks a pop for them right now in Canada. Uh. Yeah. Well, I I can rely on you guys to pick them up and tell me about them. <laughs> um, are you are how are you are you thinking Grimlock? Uh, like where where would you rank Grimlock right now of the ones that are out? Um,
3: trying to think of the trying to think of the others right now. Um. For me, Grimlock is probably number two. I think I like Slug better, and Sludge is bringing up the rear.
0: Okay. So I'm also trying to think of them in terms of like, what if someone did just end up with one of these? Because like Slug was kind of looking like the one who just sort of carries himself well. Yeah.
3: I'm 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 just I'm waiting for that scar.
0: Yeah. I'm
3: just waiting wait. For-
0: Waiting for them to reveal that snarl, which will probably be done in the most, like, just sighing, like, this, there's no reveal to this kind of way. <laughs> probably. Uh, it was funny when they revealed Scar, and then it was like, yeah, we got one more to show. You know who it is. I can't tell you, because we have a cycle we have to follow. It might be Slash.
1: <laughs> we, might th- be very- we
0: might throw you off. Be very funny if that I would actually be that would get me to just start buying them on the spot if I'm like (laughs) We just trolled we skipped Snarl, screw him. (laughs) We're doing another slash.
3: Wasn't in three frames of the movie, who cares? We're doing paddles.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh well, grats on on catching the Grimlock. Um I was just looking to see who he ships with because I have lost track of core class one hundred percent. Uh And I actually do want to pick up Thundercracker, so I hope this wave shows up at GameStop, where I can at least get 10% off, please. Um, Excellent. Well, bumping along from there, we did some Core Alliance, some Core Class. Aaron, what have you got to talk about? Uh, How about the Beast Alliance, Optimus, and Skullcruncher? So that is because Beast Alliance is a whole thing, too. Those are the ones who have a friend who can turn into a weapon or a hat right yeah, or or kind of both so i'm going to get a picture I need <laughs>
2: optimus his his transformation basically is you you kind of stand him upright you pop his chest out rotate it 180 degrees and put it back in no elbows he's got knees and ankles um kind of because of the transformation um but nothing outstanding. It's like ball joint hips, but he does a good job of blocking himself in, in a couple of axes. And then Skullcruncher actually uh, weighs more than Optimus and may even have more parts than him.
0: I, I uh, Yeah, the, this play pattern looks so fun. And, then, and I wanted to get the RC and then she came out and I saw the price in Canada and I went like, damn it! Just make these fun!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: like... Like there is a fun aspect to it, so you like put skull cruncher on Optimus's head, yeah, and then you like twist him and pull his chest down, or his like you 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 tear his back over sideways that ends up making like the chest armor for Optimus, and so then you can take his tail off and his the like his top jaw off his top jaw can plug into one of two places on the back of Optimus's other arm. In order to make that like armored up and you give him a, the the tail kind of becomes like a sword beat stick thing, yeah, um it's interesting, I wish it wasn't uh you know again i I feel like the theme with just about anything out of uh the rise of the beasts is I wish he wasn't so expensive because he was also another very pricey one, yeah, and I wish he had more posability if primal had elbows this would go so far
0: that's what killed rc for me because that rc i was like this is actually a really good looking version of this rc who's bigger than the core yeah, class. because she comes with like a white wolf yeah i think but then also when i looked at her i was like wait where are the el- There's no elbows damn it yeah
3: <laughs> now i think that w- i yeah. think that was true of when they did this gimmick in cyberverse too because they were really concerned with stability on these things
2: Yeah, I I could see that. I don't know what elbows would lose you out though, because it's not like he can bear. Like you really have to have him squat wide in order to go gorilla, like to to knuckle stand as a gorilla. And if you had, you know, even with that and a little bit of elbow, then you could kick his elbows out a little bit. But he's not. But because his arms are straight down from the shoulder like it it looks even worse. Yeah. Like it it would go so far because then you could get more posability out of him with the sword because since he has no elbow. He, again, he's got a, a ball joint shoulder, but really like all you can do is forward and back, especially when you've got the the like armor piece above him because it like locks in where he can go because the front and back parts of the crocodile foot Form over it. It's it's just something that's like, I man, it, it's so great. I wish they just could have had a little bit more money, or a little bit more time, or a little bit more of whatever the heck it takes in order to refine that.
0: Also, out. the Optimus Prime with a beast hat partner has elbows. He's wow. got ball socket elbows. So the isn't he special? Yeah, I was saying it looks like they it, it is feasible. i This is a slight tangent, but when I went to look for the Primal with Animal Partner, I now can put to words why I keep getting mixed up with everything in this line. There's also an Optimus Primal with Animal Partner who's called Stripe, who is a little tiger who turns into a thing. That Optimus Primal also has elbows and is slightly smaller. There is also an Optimus Primal Beast Alliance who just turns into a gun and... I've found the word. So the thing that I thought were deluxes are actually called battle changers because all they do is transform and they look about deluxe size. However, the battle changers don't seem to have elbows generally, but Uh, they are similar. Battle changers are a little bit smaller than a deluxe. Are they? Okay. On a a shelf, they had a deluxe-ish look.
2: Why do I feel like we need to write these things out and put them on walls and then get like brightly colored yarn in three or four different colors in order to make connections.
0: There's also a lack of wording on the packaging to make a lot of this. Clear. <laughs> okay. Cause the, yeah, the battle changers are what I kept thinking were the deluxes until I looked at the robot mode photos. And I was like, wait, those don't, those don't look as cool though, as the ones in the buzzworthy three packs. Uh, but yeah. And yeah, it is also it's sort of pricey stuff across the board. It's we- It's very weird. Uh, the Battlemasters actually seem like the 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 nicest bang for buck because in Canada they are under ten bucks, which is rare for Transformers now. Um, I think we're going to hear about one of those later on. Uh, you know what? I can continue this chain of the, using the word "core" that we took a quick break from because I also got another. I also got a Core Class figure I'd been looking for because I I've, I went by the Dufferin Mall Toys R Us because I heard rumor, which is true. Toys R Us Canada has finally returned most of the prices back to MSRP. You want to know how they did Hmm. it, though?
2: Oh, is everything like on permanent 30% off sale? Everything is on
0: permanent sale with the original deranged price still listed with a cross above it so that you can always remember the dark year and a half that was... (laughs) So it's the the KB Toys
2: method, Yep. So our, were they just print the cut the the oh, the KB toys price slashed through it so on the on the uh, the
0: the the price tag so yeah so the core class toys were were marked back down to seventeen dollars and they had the legacy wave I never saw which had bomb burst in it and then Aaron I remembered you're talking about bomb burst and I decided to leave him there uh, even though even though he is a mold I don't have uh, I also saw Skullgrin at Walmart. And I decided, based on both of yours feedbacks, I was like, you know, I really like these pretender designs. But I will... I am not going to purchase them at retail. <laughs> they don't sound as fun as I want them to be. But I did find the little shockwave I'd been looking for. Because I like the core class Decepticon trio of Megatron, Starscream, and Soundwave. And I really wanted this shockwave to finish off the quartet. So I finally got him. Uh I love this little figure, even though... His knees don't work right. Because you can see there on his knees, there's like a pair of nipples on his kneecaps. Uh, and you see on his boots, there's like a couple of little sockets down there. According to one Graham Slayer's hoop, on on his copy, those nipples peg into those little sockets. that On the inside of those things, you otherwise would never see. Other than like, for the sake of putting the nipples in. Doesn't work on mine, doesn't work on someone else's in my chats. So... Uh, That part doesn't work, but also it's fine, because it's basically, that's a swiveling joint connected to a ball socket joint. Uh, So it just, it's, you can, you can have some linkage articulation. You can cover the knee joint the way I have in this photo. Uh, It's a lovely core class figure. He's only really missing a waist joint, and he transforms pretty much into the fully decked out version of Seed Shockwave's battleship mode, uh, which had that awesome, awesome shape with the winglets at the back and the little bridge. Uh, it's all there. This one comes with a weird, bright red uh, radar dish, which actually kind of works. It, it, it adds a new shape to the battleship mode that looks really cool. If you don't like it, you can just leave it off. Uh, and it's, it is in no way, shape, or form the Bumblebee movie core-class Shockwave. This is a completely new design. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I recommend it if you can find it. If you like your core-class Decepticons, he is easily up there with Starscream and Megatron um sound i will admit he's there because he's Soundwave. he's kind of a bunk little core class toy robot mode's fine the transformation's doofy and the, the boombox mode just looks bad <laughs> uh but uh shockwave is is absolutely on par and i'm very happy with him um someday i would like to get bomb burst and skull Grin. hopefully i can get regret ones from someone someday because i 17 bucks for Bombers when I know that he's not super cool. 33 bucks for Skullgrin when the best I heard about him (laughs) was he's probably not very cool. Uh, It's it's a shame about the pretenders. But um, moving on from that, unless, does anyone got any hot takes on this Shockwave? Did anyone, I'm curious, did either of you remember this exists? Because I know I've encountered people who didn't know this toy actually existed.
2: Yeah, I got, I guess he's right here. Yeah, yeah, him,
0: I got one too. Okay, okay. Uh, because of the Bumblebee one, I have encountered at least two people who were like, wait, they did another one? So I could not remember anymore. Uh, <laughs> if we'd gone into him or not. But uh, let's swing it back around for our, our final lap, as it were. Um, DJ, what have you got going on?
3: Uh, so you know that whole third party thing I mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah, you, agent of the Pinkertons. You never will touch the third party there. Dirty, dirty, patoot. Uh, I got fans hobby, boss man. I was at that convention. I, I saw that toy in person. It looked really cool. I didn't buy him because I didn't have enough money. But, uh. uh how is yeah, uh, he. Oh. Actually, this this is,
3: uh. <laughs> this is by proxy of Edgar, who we all know. Oh,
0: hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: uh. So. Um, I, I, my issue with third party is generally like the, sometimes the engineering can be like way more complicated than I care to deal with. Like, it's, like a little bit too panelly for me, a little bit too involved. This doesn't hit that spot. Like, I could transform this thing without the instructions. So already I'm like on board with it. Yeah, um, that's
0: I kind have of the, a. I was okay. gonna say it's kind of the thing with the little fans hobby headmasters is, is like I have Athena who's probably the fiddliest, I think, but they they are generally, like, very solid, simpler kind of things.
3: Uh, I Yeah, like, I have a weakness for uh, Euro G1. Like, mm-hmm. I just have that little fascination. I'm staring at the G1 boss on my shelf right now. So, like, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised at the toy. Um, I did not know that it had, like, old-school, like, flip-up headlights. That's a cool little touch nice uh yeah um he just he, yeah he looks good all around really nice solidly made uh everything like tucks together really nicely all the way around him uh i have a loose left hip on mine that's kind of killing my buzz on the toy
0: ooh that's that's not as bad as what killed my buzz on athena which was the head got stuck and when i pulled it out the head got crushed by my pliers um, Oh, they sent a replacement but <laughs> <laughs> but I know how that feels because it actually put me off of um, picking up the rest of the Headmaster little ones because I was like, I just not vibing that much with Athena. I want a big chunky fans hobby thing, uh, right? But uh, is it is it a ball socket hip or is it like pins and etc? Oh no, it's ball socket. Like it's it's fixable. Okay.
3: Just, I I very rarely do that, so I'm never. I'm always like hesitant to try. Um, I beyond that, like it's a. I mean, it's still a cool figure. I still love the headmaster tricks to it. Like I mean, uh, yeah, the head coming off and becoming a driver. Always loved that in a headmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I really liked that. I mean, I like they went the extra mile and molded the brand new weapon for him.
0: Yeah, that so, that uh, piece looked really cool.
3: Yeah, so if fits on the front, so if you want him to look like that blue Batmobile, the original one did, you can do that. Um, or it just makes a nice little, like, hand rocket weapon.
0: Yeah, I I actually, I I will say, I almost bought it, and there's a funny reason why I didn't, and I never really said it anywhere. Uh, so Chosen Prime had it in a display case next to G1 Boss, to, you know, show where it came from. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole time, I was like, oh, I'd love to pick that up. I had that when I was a kid. When I finally got there and I looked in the case, I looked at G1 Boss and I was like, "Wait, you're not who I thought." I ne- I don't ha- I never had that one. I was thinking of <laughs> the the blue guy who was the same price point wave as Rapido, um, who was a darker blue guy, but he was smaller and just had a little engine gun. I had mixed them up, and so I actually changed my plans and and pivoted my opened my budget up to something else because I was like. I actually didn't have Boss as a kid, and thus have actually lost interest in purchasing
1: this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also was like, I was like, people are lining up for this thing, and if I've already lost a bit of interest, I don't want to line up and potentially buy one when someone was more excited for it. Uh, I was able to, I could have bought one the second day, I will say. But I, I had talked myself out at that point and spent the money elsewhere. But yeah, that was my funny little story is Chosen Prime's very good display showing where it came from informed me that I had forgotten I'd I misremembered which toy I had as a kid and then actually talked me out of buying it. <laughs> but I never told I never told Chosen Prime that. That probably would not have been helpful. Uh Are you think are you thinking of, of uh or did you did you get any of the other fans hobby headmaster little ones? I actually didn't. Because again,
3: me third party, this is a very rare
0: thing for me to indulge. Have you have you been at all tempted to look into the other two uh, convention ones, like the the wind the wing wind car and the pyro? Um, probably not. Uh,
3: like a big appeal to this for me is the fact that like I've got the I've got the original and I really like the original. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, they're they're starting to announce stuff for. Orlando so like fingers crossed to find out
0: what that's gonna be I will say at least one of the other two were in stock in LA so like they got some extras still probably uh, of, of previous ones but for me Fans Hobby because I still haven't yet because I can never line up the budget but like Fans Hobby is like I just want to someday when I have the money I want to get like their Thunderclash like one of, just one of their big ass things that, that seems like that's where they shine um, or one of their Unicron Trilogy things uh, I just want something chunky Um, but grats on, on the boss uh, I'm glad I'm, and hopefully you can get that hip fixed I'm glad it's not something more serious like with my poor Athena <laughs> because that, I reshaped the head with my pliers back into the shape of a head that was my attempt to fix it before just getting a replacement headmaster uh well Aaron, uh popping over to you. Uh we can we can close the book on weird rise of the beast stuff. Uh yeah, I got the little
2: beast alliance I don't know if the little ones are beast they alliance. Are, they are. They are
0: beast alliance battle masters.
2: Yeah. The the battle master rhinox that just turns into a minigun. And you know what? This is a good one. Alright cause it makes a neat little gun that has that look that has a rhino butt also pointed kind of at you. Is your, it fun
0: to flip in him your, into a into a rhino in your, gun? Yeah. All right.
2: Yeah, the the important thing to remember is that it like goes all the way back um rather than like it it feels like it should maybe be like the rhino halves go wide like perpendicular to the gun barrels. Mm. um but it doesn't it does not sit well that way to be like it like you know like if you had some sort of shield around your minigun a little bit and you can kind of uh, like you can kind of do that and if you really needed to for like hand clearance issues for his five millimeter peg uh you could do that some but uh that that makes a decent minigun Nice. I, and if I were in, the, if I were in the, I'm gonna buy a bunch of these to pose for things. That would be a happy purchase.
0: A swarm of Rhinoxes. Mm-hmm. I saw him briefly, um, and then uh, I couldn't pick him up that day at a GameStop. And when I came back, he's the only Battle Master I have never seen again because apparently everyone in Toronto has good taste. Um, so I, I hope I can pick one up sometime because he does look super fun. Uh, and also he's you know. Cannon coming out of the rhino butt, haha! <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I do have to, to to close things out with my own last thing. I do have a funny uh, one last funny story related to a GameStop. Uh, so I've been I I was on the lookout because I have this the Studio Series eighty six DinoBots so far. I got Grimlock and Sludge and, and Slug. Um, Slu- So I got Grimlock and Slug, and then Sludge came out. Aaron, you showed me your Sludge at TFCon, and I, and you were kind of communicating to me how like this, this things fine. But it's also kind of... It's got a little bit of jank here and there. But then I had a moment when they popped back up on Amazon for a decent price. And I was like, oh, I could have the trio. So I did it. I'm doomed. Because then Snarl gets announced and starts showing up, right? And I'm like, well, I have three of them. I'm past the halfway point now. Um, That's how it goes. So Snarl's... uh, I I went to a GameStop uh, on a Monday... And I saw a snarl behind the counter, and I thought, "Oh, cool!" And the guy, the guy behind the counter was doing the thing where he, they get new toys, and he's scanning it into the system. So I'm like, "Oh, I'll just wait. It's fine." Uh, and he, when he gets to the snarl, he like looks at the screen, and he's like, he's like having a moment. I'm like, "What's going on?" Then he like he puts the snarl behind a bunch of stuff and puts a stack of paper on top of it. And this is the small GameStop uh, in the tr- in the Eaton Center. So I'm like, you know. He seems very busy and stressed, and this place is getting very crowded. It's fine. He's got one. I'll go, I'll just go take a look elsewhere. Maybe that one's going to someone's reservation. Um, so I go to the GameStop across the street, the flagship one. Uh, I see a Snarl just sitting behind the counter, and I'd seen toys behind the counter there before where I'd say, oh, can I purchase that? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Hell, yeah, you can. That's how I got a actually a dented box um, copy of, I think it was, it was Commander Rodimus. Um, so I see the Snarl. I'm like, oh, is that for sale? Uh, and then, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, okay, it's kind of weird. On the site, it does say that it it is out, but the shipping cases say it's street dated for August 1st. So we're not sure what to do yet. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, you can see the cases right there. I look, there are four shipping cases of snarls. So there are nine snarls in a tower sitting there. And I'm like... August? Yeah, and, um, okay, so, so, uh... Listener of, of the podcast before Wheeljack 64 confirmed to me because he got a snarl that was shipped in its shipping case. That case, for whatever reason, says 1 8 So that doesn't make any sense because it's also well past January. Um so it was confirmed to me yeah there is a weird street date on the shipping case. Huh. But
3: you're not gonna you're not gonna sit in those cases for two and a half months in a GameStop. No. GameStop might not be around in two and a half months.
0: (laughs) Well, also, GameStop Canada had already fulfilled pre-orders, and on their site had said the release date was now May 1st, because that's when they started fulfilling. So basically, the person in the store was kind of, you know, in a spot, because their site said one thing, but the boxes said street date. And they were saying it in that friendly way where they also had the tone... That I have heard before when they are dealing with the kind of Funko collector who says, can you get me every copy of this one Funko you have in the back so I can compare the paint jobs? So I was like, they seem to be having a day. There are nine snarls here. And they said, maybe just check back next week. So I was like, okay, okay, it's all cool. I was like, I'm not going to start something about this, and I'm not going to pasture them. I was like, I'll just check back in a couple days. Because even if they put them up for sale today, there are nine of them, and they are leader class." So I'll just I'll hedge my bets a little bit. So I'm checking back throughout the week. No sign of a snarl anywhere. I'm checking some some sightings here and there. No sign of people saying they found snarls either. So I'm like, like where are they? Um. So uh, the other day, uh, uh, literally on the Thursday that was them setting up for the launch of the new Legend of Zelda game, which sounded sounds like a nightmare because they had a sign saying we're going to be open at 11 p.m. and someone who was asking about it, um got them to say, yeah, we're going to be open till at least 3 a.m. So I was like, you're going to be open from 11 p.m. till 3 a.m. to sell one game? Ah. Uh, and they had way more staff in the store, too. There's lots of restocking going on. I saw one snarl on the shelf, so I grabbed him. And, like, there were so many extra staff that when I was paying for him, someone I have never in my life seen before carrying a pallet of, like, toys walked by saying, like, oh, you, you should tell him about all the other new Transformers SKUs that he could be pre-ordering. And the poor person behind the counter like was like, yeah, I mean, do you want to pre-order anything? I was like, no, no, it's okay. I go on your website. I pre-ordered everything I would ever need. With that, you know, the, non, the non-winking mm-hmm. wink of like, don't worry, I understand why you're saying this, and I am going to make this painless for you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, finally got Snarl. Um, Snarl is the best leader-class dino bot they have released so far by a country mile. Uh, as far as the build quality okay. and hand feel. Um, feels fantastic. Very clever transformation scheme. Every single... The shoulders are ratcheted. Hips are ratcheted. Knees are ratcheted. And the best part is, the ratchets work. And they aren't jiggly and weird. They aren't odd and loose. They all just work. All the joints work. He comes with Snarl's famous sword, famously held by Grimlock most of the time. So you finally got that thing. Uh... The, the, like I said, the transformation's really clever, very fun. There is a moment, um, it's in my stream from when I opened them up yesterday. I, I gotta make a clip of it so I can show you, Aaron, unless, unless you find one in the interim. There's a moment that, that, that transformation to dinosaur mode specifically has a closing moment that makes you want to lean back and, like, just, like, take a long drag on a cigarette that isn't there. It's so good. It's just like, ugh. like, what a perfect piece of design. Uh, his dinosaur mode is ridiculous and stupid. Um, his thagomizer is smaller than his head and his tail is stumpy and stupid, uh, which is perfect because that's precisely what G1 Snarl looks like is an idiotic failure of a stegosaurus. <laughs> and he wears it perfectly because he's just posable enough in all four of his limbs that he can be posed like a, uh, just a stupid dog uh he can flop out f- head forward four limbs behind him he can he can cat loaf he can puppy loaf uh he looks like he's got a giant red diaper on uh he looks like he can barely fend for himself <laughs> but and i mean all these non derogatory uh absolutely adorable uh, also his sword can store underneath on his underbelly so it can actually store away hidden store or I'll get a photo out for you. Uh, You can stick it on 180 degrees the other way, and you can have this, you know, defenseless um, lump of a thing suddenly have a sword sticking out from under his chin, so that when you're like, oh, your Thagomizer's nothing, I'm going to talk lots of smack to you, he turns around and he cuts your legs out from under you because he has a giant sword sticking Mm. out under his chin. Um. Highly recommend the Snarl. If you were, if somehow you are cool with just owning Snarl, uh, you're fine, because this is better than the other three. Uh, if you've got the other three and you feel like you're on this long, terrible road of buying five leader class toys, this one is like a reward for your, for your toils. Um, if you only have one of the other ones, and you really want a reason to not go and try to pick up the ones you missed because my understanding is every one of these goes nuts on the aftermarket after about a year don't do it just for Snarl even though he's very good if you have an out (laughs) and you don't love the Dinobots don't make yourself feel like you have to pick these up I should say I also don't hate the other three they just they are janky in in various different ways Uh, Snarl is just gorgeous and if this is indicative of what Swoop will be like it would be like the, like the original three did, did the groundwork, and then Snarl and Swoop came in just reaping the benefits. Uh, I, I have high hopes for Swoop now. Snarl is, is just lovely. Just delightful. Um, also, there's nowhere to, to have a little funny guy ride on top of him, unfortunately, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, the, uh, the transformation just has so many cool moments. Uh, there is a piece you have to clip on after you take him out of the package, and if you clip it on backwards... It is incredibly hard to get it off again. I put it on the right way because uh, Toy Guy's coverage of think mentioned that he put it on the wrong way and it was hell to get back off. And when I put it on the right way, it was hard to get clipped in there. So look at the instructions for that part. Um are, I, are either of you on the road <laughs> with the, the leader class Dynabots? I mean, Aaron, I know you've got you, you got sludge. I forgot if you got slug.
2: <laughs> I've I've I'm up to this point. I don't have this one. Okay. I don't have Snarl, but I've, I've gotten everything else up to this
0: point. Were you, were you on the road already of thinking you were just going to do Snarl either way? Yeah, probably. He's, I got good news for you. So I hope you can find one. Um, he's, he's lovely. Uh, TJ, I also forgot where you're at with these because they come out once a year and we're on the fourth one. So it's been a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I do have the three previous uh, I've got my
3: pre-order in for for Snarl. What you're telling me is exceptionally exciting because I already thought the other three were really, really good. Oh, I have good like, news for you. <laughs> and yeah, the, and good, good. Yeah, and to give me hope like this for my boy Swoop, my my Dinobot, like that has me even like more hype at this moment.
0: If if Swoop ends up being a whiff, I would be so disappointed because Snarl feels it feels good in that way where it feels good because of lessons learned. Even like, and 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 like I said, like like TJ, even though you know you're you're down with them as well, like you know what I mean, right? Like that the other three all have their own special kind of little jank spot here and there. Oh like, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like like Snarl just doesn't okay. have it. Like be because maybe because his line art dinosaur mode itself is a jank spot because it's dumb and, it, and it's not a stegosaurus uh the, the, maybe that's somehow like whipped back around but like as a toy he's just excellent um so yeah good news for both of you um yeah I I, I hope Swoop turns out really good I hope we find out about Swoop sooner than later cause like I'm revitalized on them <laughs> on them dino bots uh Anyway, those are our acquisition inquisitions. So let's close this out with one last listener question. We've got one here from Prime Studio, uh, who says, hello, Evangelist and cohorts. I have but two questions. Number one, my hook into any franchise is is mythology. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Transformers, Castlevania all have deep, or some cases, massive mythologies, uh, which really excite my interest. What different hooks do each of you have? So yeah, what's your, uh, I guess this is not even just Transformers, but just in general, like, if there's a fresh intellectual creative property, like, what hooks you on it faster than anything else? Uh, TJ, like, I guess we'll kick off with you.
3: Um, I I think the stuff that I've gravitated to the most is things where there's intrigue to the main character right off the bat. Like, I, I, I will admit, I'm kind of a sucker for the amnesia plot. Especially if there is a setup enough to make me go, well, now I really want to
0: know how this guy ties into everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. I know. I know what you mean. I, the amnesia plot for me is where I have to immediately check all the credits because amnesia for me, I need on the meta level. I have to know I can trust the people writing it, but otherwise, right. I'm down for it.
3: Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, if there's like a general hook that I go for, um like 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 not not in the way of the like the questions asking at least um like mythology's great you know like i i, I like uh, like i like stories where it feels like there is this big world we could go anywhere in at some point in the story mm-hmm. you know i i mean I, I mean um yeah if it feels if I mean, it feels like Like, this is a living, like, they put the work into, like, the world building, and there is a, uh, like, a tangible world out there, like, even beyond what we're seeing, and I I just know it's there because of, like, context clues or the way the characters are speaking. That makes me feel like, okay, I'm not stuck in a bottle here. Like, there's way more out here, and it's just a matter of time before I see it. That's more, that's more into, uh, into
0: my hooks. Yeah, It's not my my biggest hook, but one of my main hooks demonstrably over the years is world building. But I, I also have come to realize like specifically what it is that hooks me. It's not so much the world building, but it's from a, a Twitter thread that was going around a couple of weeks ago. It's where the world building has a tangible excitement that specifically came from coming up with a good story that got you so excited about it as the writer, you then developed a world around it. Like, it's a very specific flavor of world building, but whenever I encounter it, I, like, know it immediately, and it hooks right into my nose. Where, like, it's not like, oh, I had this whole world, and now I'm figuring out the stories I'm going to tell. It's like, I had this cool story, and I, it was such a cool story, it made me think of why this happens. And that made me think of why this happens. So there's Made you think of the,
2: why the world was there for the story. Yeah,
0: and, and so it, in this, in terms of world building, what that creates is this specific sense of eager flexibility, and... Uh, for something that has been criticized for how it did it like I would actually say i d w two transformers still even though I think there's a chance that that one did go world building first perhaps on a writing level the delivery rode a line where I still felt like there was a story to be told before the world building uh that's one where I could probably get into a hot hot debate with people who disagree with me about it because I, I could totally see how that that is riding the line but that's like the edgest case of it where like as as opposed to you know something where it feels like I'm being told all about the world, and I'm just kind of sitting there going like, okay, but what happens, right? Um, that was sort of the crux of that Twitter threat too. But that that thing got heated. I was just spectating. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, we, so we got that. Aaron, what about you? It's a hook for you that that gets you into uh, the thing.
2: When a world seems like it can be lived in, mm. is is always one. There's some, like sci-fi so i you know a big fan of science fiction i like trek i like wars i like battle star i like all of those things um but sometimes you'll see like a, a sci-fi film that just you don't see how that world could be lived in like it lo- it, it may look like a lived in world what was one of them that was um Oh, what was the the world the the planet of a thousand worlds or whatever? Um
0: uh, oh crap. Uh I sort of think I know what you mean, but now I'm yeah, okay, I'm blanking. I'm <laughs> b-
2: but it was one that was like, you know, the yes, this is a very inter you know, interesting world, but there's nothing about it that seems like this is something that that like could be lived in. Would you would you say like a theme it,
0: park ride would be a way to describe it where it's like Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, we're, it, it, it's it's very shallow. You know, I especially like what the newest couple of Trek shows have done of, you know, Picard season three, especially if you watch some of the, like, everybody's office seems, yeah, it seems like an office or it seems like a room. And then you, like, see some of the behind the scenes We're like, okay, these things that are sitting in here, like, it's not just back, you know, we didn't just go and grab background filler chaff what we went was we like, okay, well this is for this captain he served in this time on these ships. So the couple of ships that are in the background are the ships that he served on. And, you know, maybe he kind of name drops one of them. And then like, okay, the stuff that's on this guy's desk, well, he's an engineer. And so it's like, it's a side project that's halfway apart is on his desk because he's an engineer. And and it's things like that that make you feel like, oh, it anchors the person to the environment and it shows how this is a world that is being lived in versus, you know, it's not just all 3d FX after, after filming is done that they layer in stuff behind it to make it look all whiz bangy. It's like the, the little subtle touches that make it clear that like, you know, costume design isn't just how does this look outlandish. Costume design is okay. Well, what would Worf have on his uniform or whatever, and and why is it there? Type of thing? Yes. Yeah. You know when it's when somebody does that level, which is you know uh, uh, you know real similar to kind of what you guys said. Yeah. Um, I, you know that that's that's what really will like draw me into it for sure. Um, for at least for TV shows and movies, you know. It's, yeah. You know, that's sometimes it's popcorn flick, but like for when I'm like, I want more of thing, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to Strange New World season two because season one got me good with some of the, the character arc and things that are there and stuff that you thought were just like a little thing in the beginning. Oh, no, they actually meant it, um, which then it's kind of the opposite of Star Trek Discovery, which is another Star Trek and it's by a lot of the same people where that's just the mystery box thing and i watch it because it's star trek and because i feel like i have to but it's not nearly as it doesn't pull me nearly as well when it's like oh there's a big mystery over the season that we're going to figure out Hmm. um and and doing it poorly where it seems like they change what that's going to be three or four times
0: i uh, i remember i remember the the kind of quote now from that 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 point earlier you're actually you're talking about lived in things that jostled my memory uh it's when it's it's the difference between a story that is in service of the lore versus lore that's in service of the story Um, yes and i'm always about in service of the story uh Mm -hmm. as as much as possible because i and i have in past been been um not bribed i guess i've been i've been won over by by the candy of story in service of lore because in the short term Once you're deep into a thing, it is really easy to, like, just hook you in with that kind of stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's actually been the kind of the constructed way that the audience has been told to enjoy some franchises in the last few years that put me Mm -hmm. more off of that because it started to feel like there were entire pieces of media coming out in service of the lore. And by that, I mean in service of you go to watch this in order to then go to YouTube and confirm that you're smart. Cause you recognize mm-hmm. things and you
2: know? it's things like cyberpunk when cyberpunk is a theme and a thing. And it's like, okay, well why is it cyberpunk? Is it cyberpunk because there's something in the story that's cyberpunky or is it cyberpunk because 2099 happened when these guys were writing it and they thought, mm-hmm. Hey, this is where we should have our, our story about something, you know, it, it like there, there are a ton of stories that you could tell that have, Cyberpunk implications or reasonings or life around, and then there's a ton of stories that get told in something that like you could tell this story in with very little changes in modern day or, or in you know 1400s England, like what makes it necessitate cyberpunk? Yeah, sort of thing.
0: And that leads me to my own major hook, which I've... Because I, I think this is still my big hook, because this is always the commonality. It's when you have a very specific flavor of moral gray zone introduced, especially in a story where moral gray zone is implied to not be as much of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And again, this has to be in service of the story, and it can't be the other way around. And so that's why there's... Because obviously, moral gray zone can be a real ham-fisted edgelord kind of concept. Um but two examples of, like, where it just it, it hits me right away. There's a reason why my favorite Star Trek is Deep Space Nine, right? Because uh, that is one where it's not even, like, all about the dark moral gray zone necessarily. Obviously, there are stories where that is the crux. But, like, mm-hmm. Deep Space Nine is showing you this is Star Trek. But maybe you've always felt, like, how is everyone so unflappably camaraderie and happy all the time? So we're going to show you, like, okay, here's Star Trek where maybe, like, folks, you get to see them when they have kind of had it a little bit. And you get to see a couple mm-hmm. of Enterprise crew members when they're not on Star Trek, the next generation, and they've been moved somewhere else. and Maybe they're also starting to kind of have it with things a little bit. And that, that's where you can really hook me in. Uh, for Transformers, easy example would be Transformers Animated when we are it is – it is demonstrated – that the Autobot regime is actually kind of a regime in ways, but it's been so off-screen you were never thinking about it. Then when you finally see it on screen, you're like, the Autobot command is maybe a little spooky. Like, maybe they are, they are actually kind of scary to think about. Or uh, mm-hmm. in the comics, Till All Are One being the big one, because then you're showing me Transformers' political intrigue. Which is, and and post war Transformers in general just wins me over so much when you show me cartoon characters when they're not on screen during the cartoon like that that kind of thing just just hits me so perfectly. Um, I know the Star Trek thing can actually be a bit bit controversial, not with you, Aaron, necessarily, but like I know it's the the notion of questioning the utopia can be a very off putting thing for some Trek fans, but it also is like what gets me interested and, and and there are times when they've done that in star trek where i've just watched clips and i'm like no this ain't the same thing like you know when when you have like the um the the time cops in in uh what's it called star trek enterprise like all the weird time cop yeah. plot lines where i'm like the- like this isn't moral quandary this is just ridiculous like <laughs> this isn't questioning anything this is just goofy <laughs> like um but I also, I'm always, I always am ready for stuff with Section 31, and my understanding is, because I haven't watched tons of Trek still, is that, like, Section 31 at times can also be wielded more like a club than, like, a scalpel. Um,
2: yeah, Season 2 Disco, I think, dealt a lot more well. Like, Season 1 and 2 had some Section 31 stuff um, that was a little, ha- was a little and then very ham-fisted. Yeah. And then Michelle Yeoh was supposed to do... There was supposed to be a season, uh, like a show, that was going to be Section 31. But then they turned it into a movie after Michelle Yeoh got, like, all the awards. And they probably decided that a movie was a better... uh, Like, release to Paramount Plus movie was probably a better thing um, than, you know, binding her down for a season. I, I
0: expect a lot of productions very suddenly changed a few little gears here. and I suspect, I suspect Air Razor in Rise of the Beast is going to be speaking a lot more than she, she perhaps would have mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. few months ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go on the full tangent. My whole thing with Section 31 is that like, I think the key with Section 31 is they can never lose. Like they, they have to have the reverse utopia effect, but you can't use that to also just inflict aimless sorrow on characters. They just need to be scary. And they need to be present, but only when it is going to be in service of a cool story that will make you go, oh, no, it's them. Mm-hmm. Like if, if they're in a whole season being super villains and, and, and thus going to have to lose at the end, that to me is, is a very risky and ham fisty way to, to use an element like that. Um, I have not seen it, by the way, so I'm just making guesses. <laughs> uh, anyway, question number two from Prime Studio. If Beast Wars had been the this is G1 reimagined line some of us first thought it would be with the Alligator Megatron and Bat Optimus Prime, and you were tasked with making it a successful show, where would you have taken it as a writer? P.S., thank you so much for the previous shout out on a question. I look forward to every episode. So, Beast Wars, uh, you're, you're in charge of some of the writing of it, and they are actually just going through with the mini comic. It's still the Autobots and Decepticons. Now, for some reason, they turn into squishy things and they're small. Um I think this is actually it's ripe for concepts. However, I think an important thing to note, any concept I'm thinking of is informed by the existence of original beast wars and I I don't really know if it's easy to divorce that knowledge from answering this question <laughs> to be honest. So,
2: if you're starting over and G1 reimagined, I would you put it modern day or would you have it be prehistory? prehistory prehistory story
0: i th- oh boy yeah. cuz i think so what's go, the, what's
3: the logic
2: cuz g1 is all about the modern day interactions yeah, yeah but
3: what what's what's, like, th- what's the logical conclusion of modern day that we go from modern like military vehicles and cars and trucks to
0: animals cuz i'm about to say oh time travel but i'm saying that because beast wars happened the way it did mm-hmm. that's informing my answer uh so i think the way you'd roll with it in that capsule, it's not time travel, it is something went down where all the Transformers had to go into hiding. Like, they they cannot, it's not just robots in disguise, because you've done, you have been acting up too much. Human governments know about you, they are all tired of you, so all the Transformers have to go into deeper, deeper hiding. Smaller robot modes, organic disguises, I think that's probably, that's probably where you do it as a setting. Uh, and then that adds the the bonus of human interactions are on a much different level now because when transformers interact with humans in G one, they're all giants and humans are little. Mm-hmm. Now they're not only on the back step and in hiding when they interact with humans, they are b- basically looking each other eye to eye when they're interacting. I think that could be kind of cool.
2: Yeah, R- rhinox would be overly large because he's a rhinoceros. Yeah, but all of the all of the other auto like. Rat, would rat trap be rat sized, or would he be like? I think you freakishly large animal that looks like a rat. I think it's
0: rat sized, sized, and he grows in robot mode because Soundwave did it. Since we're in that level okay. of proximity, like, yeah. Uh,
3: I mean, if we're carrying the G one characters over in, as Beast Wars characters, that actually plays.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: because I was thinking, like, otherwise, cheetahs are like what in the hundred and. 20 to 150 pound range. So they're slightly smaller than human size gorillas or gorilla sized, which is approximately human sized.
0: Yeah. alligator stands up, head yeah. folds down just roundabout human size. Cause yeah, and you have your rhinoxes who are big, you have, you know, maybe eventually your giraffe or something who's kind of big still, but it's not going to be mm-hmm. nearly the same scale difference so commonly. And, and then I think you get some really cool ideas of like, like, humans perhaps now could physically overwhelm a Transformer, because perhaps by downsizing and going into hiding, maybe this is to get off of an Energon radar or something, you know, maybe this is maybe a bit of an inverse of of the Season 1 reason they had Beast Modes, but, like, maybe they've had to downsize and re-efficiency themselves so much for stealth that, like, um, Optimus Prime could potentially be overwhelmed by just a gang of humans with lead pipes taking him from behind, just hitting him in the back and over the head, right? Mm-hmm. Um... Like shocking all his systems, uh, there there could be a lot of cool stories that I assume would eventually lead to um, you know the machine wars where everyone be- maybe one becomes a vehicle again or or there is a vehicle transformer somewhere that like tips the balance. There, there's so many ways to go off of that, obviously, but like to me that's kind of where it would it would it would exist. Um, I am also kind of cutting off time travel only because like I am I. There's no way I can think of time travel without knowing I'm thinking of it because Beast Wars actually did it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So do either of you re- remember it, what the mini-comic laid out at all, if anything? It I don't.
3: Didn't, it I, didn't, I, I really
2: don't know if I ever had the mini-comic, actually. It didn't, I know I had the toys, but I don't know what happened with the comic. It
3: didn't really lay out anything. It was mostly just kind of fluff material between Optimus, Megatron, I think a few of the other like basic classes at the time.
0: Yeah, the, I'm just looking. The opening blurb, Optimus Prime says, "Our biogenetic morphing process has allowed it to create a perfect fusion of organic musculature and Transformers technology." Whilst Megatron says, "As have we, but my genetically altered Predacon robots were created with the DNA from Earth's most vicious life forms." So there's that, that actually that actually perfectly works for the idea that they have downsized to the point of becoming more vulnerable to humans. If they have become a fusion of organic musculature and Transformers technology, then you could cut him. you you could cut Optimus prime with a knife right uh hypothetically it's kind of a cool idea um to to roll with as like a setting but if if i if I think too long, I could think about this for like hours of <laughs> where this could go uh, yeah, I
2: just found a, a short the 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 comic and it's yeah it's it's a whole lot of nothing
0: yeah. It's just those lines, like, saying what the technology actually is, I think, is, like, that that's the bit of world setting that you get from that mini-comic. Um, it's a cool question, though. So, uh, I will say thank you very much to Prime Studio for that question. And that brings us to the close of this episode 632 of WTF and TFW. Aaron, thank you for joining me on this one.
2: Hey! very glad to do it we need to do it more often rather than the once a month when I go like
0: hey you know what it's been about a month we've got cogs in place thank goodness that is to say a mess for the uh, TJ thank you for joining me as well oh always happy to do it and uh, we will talk to you later on stay safe out there boy howdy please stay safe out there uh, I know a- there's a lot of bunkum stuff going on that affects a lot of fans of the Transformers uh, by proxy. So uh, take care of yourself and, and, uh, and treat yourself to some self-love where you can. you got to keep that brain uh, up and happy. Uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Now oh, I must stop my recording.
1: Add all that up? I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators they're here to stay <laughs> <laughs>